<laughs> I already did my opening. You, did, you didn't even wait Lifestyle. for me, man. I already did it, man. I did wait for you. <laughs> All right. You guys make sure you thumbs up and uh, and uh, hey ring, ring the bell so you can be notified. Okay. We should be live. If you guys can see us and hear us properly and video and audio streaming through properly, please let us know right now in the chat. Yeah. Let us know. I, I already got a bunch of... Uh, I already got a bunch of comments, man. I'm like scrolling through them already. Like, holy cow, people were ready to go. Yeah, there's a ton of comments, uh, tons of thumbs up. Please, uh, we're doing this simultaneous thing, Mac and I. We're, we're crazy. Two crazy old dudes trying to surf the internet like youngsters. I know, right? So this is being broadcast on both our channels right now. So, yeah, we did yeah. it once. We proved the concept and yeah. now we're exploiting it. We're going to do it. Do you remember it <laughs> Remember when I asked you how to how to pop up how how you're having people pop up their yeah. uh, comments automatically? Uh -huh. Now it's doing it. I don't know how to turn it off. Oh, you can't. <laughs> you can't. Oh, it's just popping the comments in there. Oh, yeah, they're just popping. Yeah. I see. guess I, here's the next button. I can probably. Yeah. Just... I can select mine. So if you do add to broadcast, it selects it. But if you exit out, then it'll. So gun streamers here. Uh, I'm gonna try to shout out some people real quick. Okay, let me just okay. say this: We are live. This is episode uh, 393 of the Who Moved My Freedom podcast. We're live with Mac, that's what we're calling it. Uh, and the subject is Trump gets serious about banning suppressors. We're gonna talk to the one, the only, Tim from Military Arms Channel about it. Go ahead, Mac. Yeah, so guys, we uh, we wanted to talk about two things that are of interest, but man, while we were in the, the pre-chat before we went live, we came up with a bunch of other stuff we really kinda wanna touch upon, but we're gonna try to keep this not to two hours, <laughs> maybe hour, hour and a half, right? Um, but we want to talk about AR15.com and the, the recent sale. And then what's most pressing, at least for me, uh, is the fact that Trump now seems to be open to the idea of banning suppressors. Seriously, so let's just, let's seriously open to that. Seriously open. Let me just do one quick shout out. Armament and Axis gave us two bucks. He says, hashtag jazz hands. Hi, Tim. How's the finger? So you, you're going to get a bunch of those questions. Yeah, the, the finger is uh, it's hard to see. I got a little light over there. It's hard to see. It's, it's doing good. Yeah, it didn't turn into a zombie. No, not yet. I keep ripping it and messing with it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Don't put that finger anywhere it's not supposed to be. I, I try to keep my finger right where it belongs, <laughs> <laughs> away from the barrels of Barrett fifties. Yeah, out of barrels, out of noses, and other uh, <laughs> openings and orifices. <laughs> if we could well, say you that. I already got a super chat. No super chats on my end. So anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So what? What? What about this Trump thing, man? So. Every news report I find – so, okay, let's start off in case – for those of yeah. those that are watching, hey, Warrior Poets on board with us. Hey, how's it going, John? Um, so, yeah, this we had the, the Virginia Beach shooting, and apparently the shooter, who shall not be named, um, used a suppressor on a forty-five caliber handgun with an extended magazine per news reports. Yeah. Some kind uh, of suppressor. Not a, we don't know whether it's legal or what, what's right. going on there. Yeah. So, so, Hey, we got a super chat and I'll stick it in over there. Yeah. What's, there we go. What's yours. So, so, um, yeah, we, uh, it's on the screen. It says, uh, He's, it's just from SoCal Gunner. He's just being a, a good sport. And yeah, he did the same thing on my side. So shout out, awesome. super shout out Thank to you. SoCal Gunner. He gave a dollar on my side. Thanks, man. We appreciate that. Thanks for the support, both of us. So so we had that whole thing go down, but every news report I see, they're describing it as a silencer-like device. They're not calling it a silencer or a suppressor. They're, they're mixing the descriptions around 
where it's almost as if he had something other than a legitimate suppressor on the end of the gun. And regardless of that, Trump did a recent interview and tell us what you found there. Yeah. So, well, first of all, I think uh, Trump, when this first came out, Trump was on the on his way to uh, the UK, right? To meet with yep. the Queen and all that nonsense. Uh, I don't believe in, in any kind of um, uh, royalty or anything like that. It's bullshit. So anyway, <laughs> that's just my little... We, we don't cuss on my channel. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, b uh, bull caca. Okay, so anyway, he was on the way and the, and he was asked by reporters about it. And he said that uh, we're, we're going to take a look at that or something to those effects. Like, I don't like those. We're going to take a look at that. And I gotta, I, I'm going I'm to pop something up here really quick that... Mm -hmm. uh, Viewers over here are going to see. So this is right off my iPhone, mm -hmm. and it says, Trump says he's seriously looking at banning silencers. And now what's really, really scary about this is the wording Trump is using sounds exactly like the wording Trump used right after Vegas and his move to use executive fiat to ban bump stocks. Yes, He's talking just like he did then, and he has it in his mind. He's going to do it the exact same way, and this just goes right back to what I said back then. It's, it's not about the stocks. It's about how they're going about doing this. Yeah, it's scary. What he's they're doing. He's actually talking to the same person, Pierce Morgan. So that's who yeah. that's who he started the bump stock thing with. He's talking to Pierce Morgan. He says that he does not. He says it several times. I don't like suppressors. I don't like those things. We're going to take a serious look at that. Yeah, I, I think he's doing exactly the same thing. And if he goes, you know, he could just go ahead and do the executive order and have the ATF go in there and go, yeah, these are now machine guns, like they yeah. do with the bump it, stocks. Well, it might not classify them as machine guns, but because they're not, um, because they're not firearms, he'll find some way around the law because they're handled differently. Yeah. And um, that's what really scares me, right? Because if you take a look at how the firearms that are regulated under the, under the NFA, how, the, how they're regulated, they're regulated differently than silencers. So if you have an SBR or a machine gun or an, any other weapon, anything that's on a Form 4 other than a silencer, if you go out of state with that, because that's how they got the NFA passes through the Interstate Commerce Clause. If you go out of state with that, you have to ask the government for permission to do so. Mm -hmm. And yeah. if you take a suppressor out of state, there's no such requirement because it's not treated like a firearm. It's not a firearm under the NFA. So I can legally have a, a suppressor on a Form 4 in Indiana, and I can drive to Florida with it. And I'm not breaking any laws. That's allowed by the BATF because it's not considered a firearm. Mm -hmm. So that's that's how that gets really, really scary for me mm -hmm. is because, first of all, it's not a firearm in the eyes of the BATF. Trump and his AG or attorney general are probably going to look at it that way. And therefore, he can just say, well, heck, with an executive order, I should be able to get rid of these things. No problem. Yeah, they can and just boom, say it's not covered on the second. So, yeah. Yep. If I, if I were the silencer manufacturers right now, I'd be pretty darn nervous. I mean, we we sell silencers through Copper Custom, and, I mean, it scares us. I mean, we sell a good number of them. Hunters use them a lot around here. Yeah. This is not like bump stocks. Yeah, this is not like bump stocks. Lots of gun guys have suppressors. Some people are just getting into their first one. Lots of people start with 22s like I did. But And then there's folks out there that have lots of these. They have these on lots of different guns. Um 
You know, it's a scary thing. Uh, let me let me do a couple of things here. Uh, Christian Grest gave us five bucks. He says Trump's uh, thumbs down, but um, which thank you, Christian, for that. But Len Holt says so. We are reacting to more dribble from New York propaganda leftists. So I think that there's going to be some people out there that say we're overreacting. Trump said this thing once about suppressors. He's in an interview on record saying it many times in that interview. He's, we, we already know that he did this same thing like you're saying, Mac, when it came to bump stocks. And now there's a law in effect that makes bump stocks on their own machine guns and people who possess them, um, if, you know, if, you're, if you're busted with one of those things, you will become a felon. You'll get a $10,000 fine for each one. Why is that like, why are we, you know, screaming that the sky's falling in? Yeah, see, so here's, if, if he does the same thing with suppressors that he pulled off with bump stocks and changes the law, when these, when they were, when bump stocks were originally sold, they were sold with the blessing of the ATF and they were sold legally. When Trump went and did his little dirty work, then they made, they banned them. They told you to surrender, destroy your private property. So now they're taking property away from you without just compensation and without due process. And then they're retroactively applying the new regulation slash law. Mm-hmm. So if they do the same thing with silencers, I don't even know how many silencers I own at this point. They're going to make me turn them all in or destroy them all because they're going to get banned. That's yeah. exactly what Trump's thinking right now based upon the wording that he used when he sits down with Pierce. What's his name? Pierce Morgan. That goofball that got kicked out of the United States because yeah. he's just like a far left lunatic. Yeah. Um, he, this is, this is a little bit insane. I I think, um, you know, people have to realize this guy's the president (laughs) and he, you know, he's done something by executive order. There's Democrats. So he's president up until we have the elections. He either wins, somebody else wins, whatever. Even if someone else wins, he's already set the precedent for this kind of stuff. So to think that, oh, well, this is impossible. This is never going to happen. We're not going to see that day. I think uh, it's a little bit crazy. I even saw uh, Colin Noir tweeting to Trump saying, hey, Trump, you know, um, if you think you're going to do what you did to bump stocks, gun guys aren't going to go for that over suppressors. You know, um, I I tweeted back like, yeah, we're not happy about that when it comes to bump stocks. That's a whole other different battle. But it is, uh, you know, um, yeah, I, I think that. I don't think that we're out there um, unnecessarily trying to scare people. This is like a real thing. I think people need no. to get out there and make noise about this before it Trump's already done it. Yeah. He's already done it. He's proved he's willing to do it. He proved he'll do it. And, and that's what's so scary about the interview where he's saying, yep, yep, we're going to take a serious look about getting rid of him. Yeah. Holy cow. And if we got to rely on the NRA to back, him, back us up and help we're, us. Yeah. We're screwed. If you don't believe it, I'm going to pop up my screen here and show you guys. This is the Truth About Guns. Um, it, but this art, but these articles, you can find this everywhere. Truth About Guns, you see him sitting down, uh, Trump talking to Pierce Morgan. There's a video there. You can play it, listen to it for yourself if you don't believe what we're saying. Um, there's lots of news articles about this out there. And, uh, yeah. you know. And, and, and Paul, one of, my, one of my commenters, said the ATF knows you have them. Right. Yep. So like with the bump stocks, there were no serial numbers. There was no tracking. Uh, If they really wanted to go door to door, they would have to do a whole lot of investigative research, which they just don't have the manpower to do. But with suppressors, they're all registered. Mm -hmm. So they'll come right up, knock on your door or kick in your door. And um, yeah, Yeah. it's 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 really, really, really bad. And this this kind of dovetails into something that um, you were talking about earlier before we started the live stream. And that was Trump's ATF director pick. 
Oh man, yeah. Um, Canterbury. I mean, here's a, yeah. You want to talk about it? No, no. Go ahead. You, yeah. you're the one that brought I'll, it up. I'll pop this up here. Uh, let's see. Canterbury ATF nomination. This tale doesn't have a happy ending for gun owners. Also on the truth about guns. Uh, you know what? I've got to applaud the gun blogs out there that actually cover politics. I know there's some that don't. And, um, you know, I think we we need to cover politics in this day and age. Um, and I think this is from uh, Rachel Malone. And she's, she you know, this is basically her opinion. It says, to Chuck Canterbury, being your gun rights champion means that he supports the woman who agreed the right to possess a gun is clearly not a fundamental right. Um, so it's so this is what he said, and he supports the woman who said this. So it's a major problem that Canterbury has been nominated as ATF director. An anti-gunner sneaking into ATF's top position can do a lot of damage to your right to keep and bear arms. And if he manages yep. to convince gun owners that they have nothing to worry about, there's nobody left to push back on his treachery. We can go on yep. in it, but I won't. I won't read the whole thing. Yeah, no. I mean, I think it gets the point across yeah. very well. I mean, I'm sitting here right now. This is a rifle that I have for my son, and I have a silencer on it because it, it's just a little Tipman yeah, twenty two. Nice. But he um, he shoots that rifle all the time, and he likes shooting it because it's silenced and it's it's more palatable. One of the hardest things for new shooters to get around is the boom, the bang, the crack of a firearm. And Brownells did a great little meme that they post on Instagram that everybody else picked up and ran with. And they um, they showed what the decibel ratings were for various things and where a, a suppressed gunshot fell. So there's a misconception perpetrated by mostly Hollywood and people not understanding reality versus theatrics. People think that, that silencers truly mean, and yes, that's their legal definition, so it's not wrong to call them a silencer. That's what they are under U.S. law. But they think the silencers are like Hollywood quiet, like it's just a and there's no bang. No, it's right at the threshold of being what OSHA considers hearing safe for one impact noise for a 24 hour period. They're loud. Mm -hmm. Now, it's just under the threshold of being hearing safe. So people like myself use suppressors to go hunting. 22s do reach. If you use subsonics and a 16 inch barrel and a silencer, they can get Hollywood quiet. But any any caliber of any of any substance, it's going to be loud and it can still damage your hearing. And it sure as heck isn't going to keep somebody from, you know, down the hallway from you from hearing a gunshot. Yeah, it doesn't so make you into a ninja. Misrepresenting suppressors in video or in the news reports already. Somebody I heard on the on the news driving into the uh, shop today that they were likening the sound of a suppressed handgun to a nail gun. And then they had a nail gun firing. And of course, that's not going to carry over the, the speakers in a car very well. Mm -hmm. They're purposely trying to mislead people to 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 get them on the on the bandwagon of banning these things. And we were so close to getting them off the registry. And then this happens. Yeah, well, and now it's going to go the complete opposite direction. Yeah. And our politicians let us down with that. Let me get to a couple of things real quick here, um, if you don't mind. Oh, man, I, that dude was. Yeah. Richard Hughes um, says uh, – he gave us a couple of bucks. He says, Pierce Morgan worked to get rid of cans in England, question mark. So I know some people are asking about that because SoCal Gunner says, uh, can't people in England buy suppressors? I can't barely buy ammo, ammo here in California. Yet yeah, they can have suppressors. We looked it up. Um, I think yeah. I probably still have it up somewhere here, Mac. So um, Yeah, so we were looking that up in our research. So they can have suppressors. There's many places in Europe that suppressors are – 
if not required, it's 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 socially required yeah. to use them at the firing range. If you show up with a rifle and, and it's not suppressed, you, you're annoying the people next to you that are firing also. So it's kind of a courtesy to have them. So and they're not regulated in many places like in Switzerland. They're they're, they're not regulated. Mm-hmm. It's not a firearm. It's not anything. Yeah. It's, it's just it's like going to the the store or the, the, uh, the car store and buying a brand new ZR1 Corvette and you pick it up and it has no mufflers and just it's deafening you and everybody around you as you drive it down the road. But you applied, you know, you paid your $200 tax and you applied for your form four to get your silencers for the motor. So then eight months to 12 months later, you can put your mufflers on your Corvette. So you're not deafening yourself and everybody around you. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what it's like. Yeah. Norway, and, and, uh, Norway says no license or permits necessary, by the way. So Norway, another, you know, yeah. another European country where, um, um, in Denmark, yeah. uh, you, you, it has to be licensed, but it is legal to own for hunting. And we can go on here. But in the UK, it says uh, the owner's firearm certificate will need to show permission for the purchase of a sound moderator. That's what okay. they call it. And also for which firearm it's intended. So I think there are some regulations in England, for example, but you can have them. So, yeah. and, 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 you know, obviously and they're talking about a, taking them completely away from us. Yeah. So we went from having the, you know, the ASA and, and, and having at least two bills in, in Congress being considered to get suppressors, you know, either regulated less or completely off the NFA. And now we have this, this happen. Yeah. And now we have, and, and, and <laughs> here we have a president that campaigned on saying the eight-year assault on your Second Amendment rights is, is over. over at the NRA convention. <laughs> oh, and he has sorry. done more damage to the to the Second Amendment in his two years, three years, than Obama did in eight years. And that wasn't for a lack of trying by Obama. It's just that gun owners were more active. Right now, people, everybody is asleep. They're like, oh, he's yeah. a Republican. He's going to protect us. Yeah. No, he's actively trying to take away our rights. Every time something bad happens, he's like, yeah, I tell you what, if this guy, they may even look at the magazine. I mean, all it's going to take is a reporter getting in his ear and saying, uh, you know, he had extended magazines too. And he'll say, yeah, I don't think I like those either. Yeah. Um, I mean, no, but you know, does it stop? No, no um, Republicans, no politicians are protecting us. We gave these guys a super majority. We gave them the White House. We gave them Congress. We gave them the Senate. And we asked, we asked for the for uh, suppressors to come off the NFA. They kept saying, "Wait till the midterms." By the midterms, they uh, they pretty much lost the Senate, right? So they they yeah. had the opportunity to do something here. They didn't do it. Trump came in and and put in what what I consider uh, gun control. People think it's not a big deal um, because because it's bump stocks. Now we're seeing more, more stuff. Brian, now, Qu- this is what we warned everybody about. Yeah, this is exactly what we warned you about. And you didn't listen. It's, and everybody kept saying, well, we're, let's don't fall on our swords over bump stocks. And we kept saying, it's not about the stocks. Look at how he's doing this and look at what he's doing. And nobody cared because it was a, a, an accessory that everybody thought was a stupid toy. They didn't see the bigger picture. Now I'm betting a whole lot more people see the bigger picture. Yeah. I'm so- hoping, wake up, please, people. It's important. I don't know if this is going to wake them up. Brian Quick is asking, if silencers get banned, will this be a last straw for the gun community? Um, I'll let you. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, how do you predict that? I mean, I don't know. I'm not itching for a civil war. I don't tell people that that's what I hope and dream for. I don't. I don't want my kids to go through that. I don't want to be at war with my neighbors. But, I mean, it it almost seems as though our government is pushing every button necessary 
to invoke a civil war because right now partisan politics are so divisive that Democrats won't talk to Republicans and Republicans won't talk to Democrats. They literally hate each other. Mm -hmm. They want to hurt each other. And it's that type of divisiveness that I've never, to the degree that we see it today, I've never seen before in my life. Mm -hmm. And I don't identify with Republican or Democrat. I, I'm, a, I'm completely libertarian, con strict constitutionalist. Mm -hmm. I think they're both screwed in the head. Mm -hmm. But they hate each other so much that tensions are flaring. I mean, we have family members un unfriending each other on Facebook over political differences. And that's the setting that, that, that that's the, the, you know, the kindling, just waiting for the spark that will ignite that civil war. And I never want my children to see that. It's We've got to stop this and walk it back. And we got to get everybody thinking it's about freedom. It's not about if you agree with me or not, it's about living free. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, let me, let me just get this one in there. Uh, this is from Hooten in the house. He's, he's running for, uh, for, for local office here in Florida. I recommend that one of the things we could do here before we get to that stage, we need to get some second amendment people into office. We need to try to help these guys. Hooten in the house is one of those guys, Cody Hooten. He says, glad to be back from taking a two week break, handling some personal and political things, especially having Tim on. Um, and that's from Hooten in the House. I recommend you guys go out there and support him, especially if you're here in Florida, because we need to get pro-Second Amendment people um, in, into positions of power here. And we have to we get them into and, and people always ignore the state level and the local level. Don't just focus on the federal elections. Focus on your state and your local elections like the sheriff. Very mm -hmm. critical elections. Yeah, very. The sh the, there's so many things, man. Don't don't ever let yourself think that these kind of things don't matter. You know, I think it I think every single thing matters and everything you give up to these guys they're going to use. What Trump has already done, I know like Mac you're you're on a, one of the lawsuits against the, with the whole bomb stock thing, right? Yeah. We talked yeah, about this I the am. last so time. So GOA has had had filed a lawsuit and I am I am yeah, part yeah. of that lawsuit. Yeah, and the reason is is that if we let that stand, it's not just Trump that could use that. <laughs> No, that's the scary thing. Mm -hmm. and, that, and so this is how it gets even worse, right? So Trump takes silencers away and then he loses election or goes out after his eight years are up. Then we get a truly anti-gun, you know, rapidly anti-gun administration. And it's all on. they got to do is just repeat what Trump did yeah. at least twice. Yeah. And, and, you, and, and, and everything that the, the GOA and myself and others were saying becomes true. They'll ban semi-automatics because they're readily convertible to machine guns. It's a, it's a true statement. Mm -hmm. I can take a semi-automatic and make it into a machine gun with, with hand tools. Mm -hmm. It's not rocket science. And they'll use that same wording and same mechanism that Trump has already misused to take away semi-automatics, to take away 30-round magazines, take, around, take away drum magazines, take away semi-automatic belt feds, take away silencers. They nobody was listening when we were talking about bump stocks. I pray that you're listening now. Yeah, are we are we not talking loud enough? Is it are we still being drowned out by uh, folks like the people that you know the the NRA guys or the other the other organizations out there that we think are on our side, but they're not really on our side. They don't want to talk about these things because I'm, I'm asking myself like, are we not saying enough? Are we not trying to warn people? Are we not trying to show people these things? I mean, I think I think in the long run, I mean, I, I, I'm very grateful to have the following I have on on YouTube and in social media. But when you take a look at even myself, 
we're not that big. You know what I mean? Not in the big scheme of it. And we're kind of preaching to the choir here, Mm -hmm. right? We're not, we're not out on national television being pumped into everybody's home at nine o'clock at night on national news, able to spread our message. We're, we're really confined. And, you know, I think I'm up to 950,000 subscribers. I'll bet you maybe a thousand people are watching this stream right now. There's, there's just, we, our, our voices just aren't that loud, I don't think. And, but we need to, when we start talking about it, we need those thousand to go tell everybody they know and post things on their social media pages and their friends do it. And that's how it spreads like wildfire. And that's how we uh, defeated the, the second assault weapons ban attempt during the Obama administration was through social media. It was mm-hmm. because, you know, social media people started talking about it. It kind of cascaded and that conversation spread through social media and we had a groundswell. And that's I, that's the only thing I can think of that we can do, man. I don't know. I don't know why why gun owners are just sleeping right now. I think they. I think there's a false uh, sense of security because we have Trump. They just believe yeah. that somehow Trump's on their side. SoCal Gunner says uh, Mac needs to go back on Infowars, raise some hell with Alex. Um, this is well, why Alex, Alex was deplatformed. Alex is an NRA supporter, and yeah. I don't think Alex wants me on his show anymore. Oh, really? I don't support the NRA. Yeah. So yeah, and then he got deplatformed anyway. So for the yeah. most part, I feel sorry for him. See, I don't. See, here, here's what's funny about me is I'm not a hypocrite, or at least I, I go out of my way not to be one. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you take a look at – I believe in states' rights. I believe, I believe that states have the right to secede from the union because nowhere in the, in the Constitution does it say they can't, mm-hmm. right? So California, when Trump got elected, they wanted to secede from the union. Do I fully it. Support, I support that. Yeah. I, they're doing it for the wrong reasons, but they used to make fun of me because I was a secessionist. Mm-hmm. When Texas wanted to secede, I supported them. Mm-hmm. If they truly have the votes and they, and they want to leave the union, then that's their right. And I supported that, but they mm-hmm. made fun of me. But then when they say, hey, we want to secede because Trump's president, I'm not a hypocrite. Mm-hmm. You have the right to secede. Mm-hmm. And, and, but many people are hypocritical. They, 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 they say one thing, but they don't really mean it because when the tables are turned, they change their mind. Yeah. I'm not like that. Also, why, so, why, do you have to, why do you have to say that you like the NRA? You know, why should there be that litmus test? If uh, Alex Jones or anyone else wants to support the NRA, hey, there's more power to you. But you, you know, we also have the right to say, hey, you guys need to take a look at this. These guys are opening the door to this. You know, and, exactly. and, and when we said that, there were lots of people, including gun guys, including some gun guys that say some crazy stuff. I'm trying to see how I'm trying to be like not curse and all that. Um, yeah, yeah. See, I don't want to. I, I, I don't want to call out any other social yeah, media yeah. folks because, but, yeah. But there were people. I'm not. I'm not calling anyone out specifically. But there were lots of people saying we're crazy. You know, these guys are playing 3D chess. We're going to see why this is a good thing. This is going to stop them. Just give them the yeah, bump Trump's stocks. Playing it. He's, play, so he's thinking five steps ahead, and yeah. really he's going to pull a fast one at the end, and, yeah. and he's going to get machine guns off the registry. Yeah. yeah. Give them the bump stocks, man. Then you'll be able to have all these other things. No. They will take, and they will keep taking. Re- Democrats aren't even supporting Trump on this. So just imagine that. This is what they yeah. say they want, but they're not even supporting him because what they want is really draconian. And he's just yeah. setting he's just helping them set up so they can go right in because you really you got to see what happens here with the Supreme Court. If the Supreme Court does not take this up or does not back us up, uh, if they decide to take up the case with the bump stocks, if they say no, this is totally fine, that is the end. So here here here's the problem. So everybody's hoping like, yeah, man, Trump seated two two SCOTUS appointments, right? So we have Gorsuch and, and Kavanaugh. Neither one of them are strong Second Amendment supporters. No. They're very, very wishy-washy. And 
and and right after Kavanaugh got in, do you remember how? Do you remember how they were saying that that uh, Kavanaugh was going to immediately undo uh, Roe versus Wade and all this other stuff that mm-hmm. women were just going to they'd never be able to get abortions again if he got in and the, the sky was falling. Mm-hmm. He gets in, they hear a case, and he actually sides on the side of pro-choice. Yeah, right. So it's all his. You don't know what these guys are going to do. You don't know what. No one knows what these guys are going to do. No, they don't. But you know, all you can go is look at their their past, and not, neither one of those guys are true constitutionalists. Mm-hmm. And and well, Gorsuch, they say is, but I don't really know. All I know is neither one of them. If you go back and look in their records, have any history of being staunchly Second Amendment like purists. The closest we had was Scalia, and he passed away. But even he screwed us. So. Yeah. Um, um, what do you think, what are the chances that we have of this being taken up anytime soon by the Supreme Court? I mean, I know you don't know, have all the answers. Stuff? Yeah. It's going to drag out for a year or more, year maybe or two more. years. Wow. Yeah. We got to get through the sixth circuit where we got to be heard by the sixth circuit. If they don't decide in our favor, then we have to appeal to the Supreme Court and then they either hear the case or they don't. If they don't hear the case, then the lower court's ruling stands and bump stocks and how they were banned become law and, or, or become accepted and therefore, Trump can use the same mechanism. Uh, you know, President Oprah Winfrey can use the same mechanism to ban anything they want with the stroke of a pen, doing a complete end run around Congress. And and it, it, it's that point where me personally, you're getting me dangerously close to the red, where I'm ready to to invoke the Second Amendment. Mm-hmm. And I'll leave it at that. Yeah. Um, so, so let's see. Armament Axis says, Tim's my age. You're a pinch younger, Hank. I've been seeing the one chip at a time against 2A all my life. When do we say no more and make a stand? Um, I, I think we've all been saying no more. Uh, we've all been trying to take stands. We're all trying to avoid that ultimate um, thing that we're not going to be able to go back from. Once we once we get into that situation, we're not going to go back from it. Everyone's life is going to change. And I'll be honest with you. If you see that right now gun guys aren't activated, that means most people are actually not even ready for that. They're just they just believe like, hey, I give my money to the NRA. Trump's the president. You know, everything's good. There's no way that this is going to become a thing. And then eventually you convince yourself. Yeah, we, what do we need the suppressors for? We don't need suppressors. And yeah, then that goes right. away. And then the next thing you know, they're like, yeah, well, okay, no more no more AR-15s. You can't have a rifle. Then, uh, you know, this guy used handguns. Right. You know, so no, why do we need handguns? Gotta, you know? We, we got to get the people out. We got to mobilize the base. We got to get people excited about this in, in, in a way that they're, they're angry. And we need to start having protests, yeah. public protests, even a march on Washington if Trump moves forward with this. Because if we don't, he's going to – he will have used this thing twice now – to basically do an end run around Congress and screw gun owners, and we got to stop it. We got to act now because he's already done it with bump stocks. Great. You don't want that silly device. You never had one. You never wanted one. Awesome. How about silencers? There's still going to be half of the gun owners who say, well, who wants a silencer? I never wanted to buy one. They can't have them in my state anyway. I don't care. But next, they're going to go after semi-automatics. And now you have 75% of gun owners going, oh, wait a minute. How is this happening? Well, you were asleep for the last two years while they screwed over everybody else. But now when they came for your gun, all of a sudden it's an issue. Yeah. And I think, you know, a big part of this is the two-party system that we have. We need to get uh, upset like the folks out there in England are getting upset that they haven't gotten Brexit. 
They voted for, what was that, a year and a half ago? Yeah. They voted for know, Brexit. Right? They can't get it. And then they went and formed a party like six weeks before they had their elections. And uh, they didn't take over government, but they got a big chunk. We need to start doing that. We need to realize that the two-party system here does not work. I think the uh, Republican Party just usurped a lot of the Tea Party people that got mad the last time around and pacified them by giving them positions in the in the, uh, in the Republican Party. And now we don't really have that. Um, we don't have those people activated anymore. They're not activists. They're not out there really fighting. Anymore. No, they're not. Yeah. So. All right, man. So I think we've we've actually uh, covered that fairly well. Yeah. We're we're uh, 32 minutes into the the stream. Yeah. Let's, I'm going to start uh, a timer here so that we can get to some different. Yeah, I want to uh, talk about some good stuff. I mean, I'm good yeah. for an hour and a half or whatever. I don't know how okay. many people watch two hour streams, but um, uh, I usually so, do two hours. So, you know, I got a couple. Of, do you? Okay. People, hey, I'm good for however long watch. the conversation goes, as long yeah. as we have good engagement with the uh, yeah. with the folks watching. Are you getting comments on your end that you want to talk about here before? I'm we... trying to keep up with them, man. I got I got um, I, I don't even know. It, it, it's, it gives me a number here. Yeah. So let me just throw, let me thousands uh, of comments already. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of comments, lots of people in the chat. Please, if you're in these chats on my side or, or Mac side, please thumbs up. We appreciate that. Also, share it. Make your comments here. Did you see a couple of days ago in Australia? Here's a headline. Uh, let me see. I could probably throw this up on the screen for people who, for some reason, don't believe. Australia reels from worst rampage killing in decades for a country. Uh, thought to have solved this issue. Remember that? Australia supposedly wasn't going to have any of this stuff anymore because they made some uh, laws, you know, but there was a, there was a, I think there was at least four people killed in the city of Darwin by a guy that was a criminal. He had yeah. a device on his ankle. He had one of those ankle devices. Wasn't <laughs> supposed to have a gun. They made all that stuff wow. illegal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, look what just happened in Japan a few days ago. They yeah. had a madman run up to a bus stop, killed two or more school children, and wounded like 14 before he took his own life. Mm -hmm. What are they going to do in, in Japan now? Ban kitchen cutlery? Yes. I mean, literally, I was talking to a, 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 an English friend. Now, those of you watching that are English, correct me if this story is wrong, but this is just what I was told. If you go to a store and buy cutlery, you have to take the cutlery, put it in your car, drive it straight home. Don't stop anywhere else. Take it and put it right in your house. Are you, you serious? You go off and go get a pint of, of beer and then go home and the police catch you with the knives in your car and you weren't actually going home. You could be arrested for something. And if that's actually true, that's absolutely ridiculous. But that's where they're taking things. Wow. That's uh – yeah, you're not going to be able to have anything. I could just tell you that. You won't be allowed to even practice martial arts. Um, I just want to throw this up quickly on the screen. Um, this is in uh, USA Today. It's an, uh, it's an opinion from Alan Gottlieb. It says, no gun law would have pre uh, prevented Virginia Beach tragedy. Yep. Okay. So just think about that. Um, there's a, I'm not going to read the whole article here just because we don't have that kind of time. But just look at things like that. There's people who realize that what are the laws going to do? These laws are – you can make all the laws you want to. People aren't going to follow it. We're, de we're dealing with broken human beings here that want to hurt people. This guy had no nothing that indicated that he was going to break like this and decide to destroy other human beings. Um, you know, he was employed. He, he had a good record. He, he bought these guns legally. We don't know what's up with the suppressor. But, you know, he did all of that stuff and then just snapped one day and no one was able to uh, do anything about it. Um, Glock Shooter 79 says, keep up the good work, guys. I'm doing my best to cover this, too. I hope everyone with channels 
uh, talks about this. I hope so. We too. have to, guys. We have to. And I'm not going to pick on my peers that don't or won't. Um, some guys just don't want to be political. That's fine. Mm-hmm. I will be, and I hope others follow in our lead, Hank, because we need to be political. I actually had a really good uh, comment from a, a, a super chat. Okay. Um, I, it's a uh, hold on. I'm just throwing them up here. I'm trying to you got to keep up with chat it, guys. I'm <laughs> okay. putting them up on the screen. Yeah. Um, can you give your thoughts on the echo triggers? Okay. So what I what I think about the echo triggers, I don't want to talk about them. I don't want the media to find out about them, because. And I still use them and, you know, I still make the NFA Nutkicker videos and joke around about them. But that's just to our own audience. We're we're talking to our own people. What if, if somebody uses one like uh, in, in, a, in a, you know, a shooting like in Vegas, then they'll become in the national spotlight and they'll be banned just like the bump stocks were a year later. Yeah. So they're already uh, banned it, in some they're, places. They're not protected. Now, they're actually exempted and, and the ATF exempted them in their ruling letter of the bump stock ban. So currently they're exempted, but the ATF can change its mind anytime it wants to. Yeah. And they're also banned in some places. Yeah. Some states ban them. Yeah. So that that's already a thing. Um, here's the thing that I wish that I would say about this. And there's several, obviously there's several companies out there. I wish that companies in the firearms industry would somehow get up and fight. It's not good enough to just give your money to the NRA and think that your the rights are covered. You know, you have to put some money into this, put your your time, your effort, your resources. Lots of you guys have social media. Don't sleep on this. Don't you know, don't just sit around and wait for what you manufacture to become illegal or to be deemed illegal. Do something to fight about this, please. You know, if, if you don't know what to say, at least support the guys that are saying things that you agree with. You know, I, yep. I don't think it's just good enough. There's, I don't know, Mac, for a long time, one of the things I wanted to talk about, and we don't have to do it now, but for a long time, I think in the firearms industry, there's lots of people that just think, here's all you have to do, give money to the NRA. Yeah, people used to think that, and people still say that. Yeah. That's the not, NRA is that's not, not your friend. Enough. I mean, the, the corruption in the NRA has finally overflowed into the public domain, stuff that we've been saying for years. They're horribly corrupt. They're an inept organization. They exist to make money. They exist to make a handful of people filthy rich, and they use your rights as pawns to enrich themselves. So they'll allow certain laws to pass, anti-gun laws to pass, so they can send you mail going, look, if you don't send us money, we won't be able to stop this when they're the ones making it happen. Mm -hmm. We've been telling you this for a long time, and nobody was listening, but now it overflowed into the public domain when Oliver North resigned. Pete Brownell resigned, but yeah. he was very quiet about Alan it. Alan West North was not quiet about it. And yeah. he said, I have dirt on Wayne LaPierre. And if he doesn't resign, I'm going to make this public. And it backfired. And they claimed he was being blackmailed, whatnot. Yeah. But Alan West resigned as well. Alan West. Yeah. Yep. Uh, uh, Timothy Knight wrote yeah. a very scathing article. Timothy right. Knight's a great board member. Mm-hmm. Pete Brownell resigned from the board. So he, he was a board member for over a decade. Mm-hmm. He resigned from the board. And and he and he stepped down from the presidency over the corruption. Mm-hmm. So um, it, it, yeah. it, it's bad, people. And, and I was inside for a short time and I saw it firsthand and nobody was listening to us. Now they know. Yeah. So you need to support groups like the GOA. The Gunners of America have a long 40 year track record of no compromise. They have never once backed Nick's checks like the NRA has pushed for Nick's. They made Nick's happen. They wrote the law. They, they did the Knicks fix, which expanded the Knicks invasion of privacy. And, and, and then you have 
uh, board members like Ted Nugent out there boasting about how great the Knicks is and how great the Knicks fix was. And you just got to stop and take a step back and do a little research and support true gun groups. The GOA has 2 million members. They could easily be 5 million. If you say, well, what happens if the NRA goes away? We're all going to lose our gun rights. Well, you're, you, you have your gun rights despite the NRA's meddling. Mm-hmm. You don't have them because of them. You yeah. have them despite them. Yeah. But secondly, if you don't give your money to the NRA, give it to GOA yeah. because they're actually going to fight for you. Yeah. Listen, they're, 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 um, Eric Pratt mm-hmm. is a school teacher by day and a gun activist. I don't know how he finds the time. Yeah. Um, Converse that to Wayne LaPierre, who has $39,000 in suit expenses in one day and flies the Bahamas on private jets with your money. And then you look at the GOA and they're actually using your money to fight. Anyway, I get pissed. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, you have the right to be pissed. I think more people need to be pissed. You know, uh, I'm happy that you're still pissed, man. I don't want to see you get worn <laughs> out here. So right. I want to like I want to thank the people who actually do support us. Uh, thankfully, we have this uh, versus the last time around where we didn't have things like where folks out there could really get out and support us because and we're going to talk about this later. Places like YouTube, Facebook and all that kind of stuff. They're coming down uh, pretty strong on us and they're just getting started. Hey, let's. let's- Let's let's talk about the AR15.com thing real quick. Yes. I don't think there's a whole lot of news there, but okay. that was pretty big. Yeah. And then let's move over into what YouTube's doing because that kind of is okay. breaking as we were setting up the stream. Right. So the AR15 thing, I talked to uh, we did talk about this yesterday, but I would really like to see what you think about it. Let me see where um uh, So basically to... what happened is um, there's there's a holding group that's owned by Frank and Pete Brownell, mm-hmm. and it's the same holding company that owns Brownells, the famous Brownells. Uh, they acquired AR15.com, and now AR15.com is continuing on. And, and this is probably a good thing for AR15.com. I mean, if you take a look at it, we don't have a whole lot of places in social media where we can go. We're constantly under attack, and we'll talk about that in the next segment uh, with YouTube's new Adpocalypse number two and other things that they're doing. But you know, the, the fact that the Brownell family has stepped in, acquired AR15.com, that should give them additional financial resources. Maybe they can blow that up into an alternative that everybody else has been trying to do, something I tried to do with Full30 and, and other companies have tried. And maybe they can do it with their backing. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say that I got banned from AR15.com, and this is comical. I got banned because I was hypocritical of the NRA. Not hypocritical, but uh, critical. Con- condemning. Yeah, I'm sorry? Critical, critical. Critical, not hypocritical, yes. <laughs> critical of the NRA on AR15.com. And I kept pointing in posts, I kept pointing out their flaws and how they're lying to people. And Beekeeper banned me because I was not supporting the NRA and because I supported the GOA. So I can't even post on AR15.com. Oh, wow. But that that aside, I don't that care. That needs to change. That my, my, my being banned is minuscule to the greater good. And I think this might be a great thing for AR15.com, and I hope that it truly is because it should be a good thing for the gun community as a whole, in my opinion. Yeah. ARFCOM, unban Mac. Un- I, I'm un- not Mac. even asking for that, no. man. Look, I'm asking. I'm asking. It's so I know insignificant. Yeah. It's important. Them banning me is, is not – something they should be worried about. They mm-hmm. need to focus on growing and, and and making a louder voice, getting more gun owners involved in bid, building a social media platform. Maybe I'll get back in someday. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, I know Ed Avila, um, the father of the Avila family that, that built AR-15, and him and I are actually still friends. Um, but, you know... He doesn't have a, soup, a I'm not super gonna, cheat I'm not code to get you back. I know. back. They want to give it yeah. back, great. If not, yeah. I mean, I... 
I'm not going to apologize for being anti-NRA. No. Uh, if they can't accept that, then, I mean, Pete Brownell and Frank Brownell just bought him out. And I mean, Pete's never said he's against the NRA, but he stepped down from the board, resigned his presidency. Yeah. It's probably safe to assume that he probably doesn't like the NRA right now either. Yeah. But whatever. I mean, and when he did step down, when he did step down from the board recently, this was last week because we talked about it. Remember? When you were on yeah. last week, uh, he said that there's some other things that he wants to pursue here. And I think we could see that now in uh, what is it? The second adventure, the, the name of the company, the holding company for these things. Um, I think that's yeah, good. Two-way adventure or something like that. It's a sec- it yeah. has a Second Amendment type name. Yeah. Um, I think it's a good thing. It's it, it's a good thing for companies. I'd like to see more companies uh, step up to the plate here and support um Things like AR15.com, uh, alternatives to YouTube, alternatives to Facebook, alternatives to Twitter, alternatives to Instagram. Support those things. If you intend to, they're going to go after every single thing they can to strangle out the Second Amendment. So, you know, we're doing something that's covered by the Constitution, but it means nothing if you can't talk about it. Yep. Okay. I so agree. Companies need to, to support this. Yes, they need to support this. I think it's a good thing that Brownells is deciding to do that. But Brownells, uh, I know they've been out there for a while, and they're good guys. I'm a fan they of are. them. I like them. It's going to take I a lot more money. Consider many their friends, including Pete Brownell. Yeah. I um. I I I I I think that Pete is salt of the earth, and you know Roy and 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 Josh and Ryan and the others that are there that I interact with fairly regularly. Mm -hmm. These are. True Midwest values people. They're from Iowa. Mm -hmm. um, you know, every time we drive home to Kansas, we go, we go through Iowa just so we can stop at the Brownell store off the highway there and say hi to our friends. And you know, they're not paying me to say that. that you know, mm -hmm. so I'm not on their payroll. But I I I truly support Brownells. I support Pete Brownell. He and I communicated um, all throughout the whole Vegas thing, all the way up through his resignation from the presidency. I haven't talked so much to him lately, but I'm telling you, his he thinks like you and I do, Hank. Yeah. He believes, and he has sent me more than one text message saying, I fully support you, you, you and what you're doing. Yeah. So that says a lot, even though it's a sentence. Yeah, and I don't know how many people know this, but other than, than Mac and myself, Brownell supports lots of gun guys out there. They do. Lots of gun guys. And, and for the gun guys that, 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 that need that support, to doing what we do to, to make a living, they help them. And, and, you know, to me, that means a lot. Brownells is probably one of the single most positive influential forces within the firearms community that there is. Mm -hmm. it, that's, I, I believe that. They can't stand alone though. And this is the thing. They cannot stand alone. And if you're the owner of a firearms uh, company out there, you have to just please realize this. This is directly uh, connected to whether or not you're going to be able to have an industry going forward. Okay, and if right. you if you're deciding that you don't care, maybe you're hoping that we get another like you were waiting for the Hillary bump or something like that. These guys have figured that out. They figured that out, and we're not necessarily going to get that if they start going after things. We're not going to get everyone running out there to buy suppressors. I'm not saying to anyone, go out there and buy up all the suppressors in the world. They figured all this out. They've gotten rid of grandfathering stuff. They figured out how to just make this thing illegal, and you have to destroy it and get rid of it. So what you need to do is, is you cannot just have your industry and have machines and build stuff and, and think you're going to be able to put it out there and sell it when these guys are coming after 
this entire industry and this entire way of life and the Constitution every day. You cannot sit back. If you really believe in, if you don't believe in it, fine, right? I don't want right. to waste my time talking to those guys. But for the people out there who say they really believe in this, do something. I wanted to address this really quick. So um, Edward here, you should see it on my screen, says, need something at Copper Custom where cop, uh, customers can directly uh, support the GOA when they make a purchase. Guys, if you go to Copper Custom, even if you buy a Mac patch for $3.99 or whatever the price is, at checkout, you can opt to become a free GOA member when you purchase. Anything you purchase on Copper Customs website at checkout, check that free membership. We take care of that for you. You will become a free member, and we hope that you will continue your membership after that first year. Also, Copper Custom got in a bunch of Leo trade-ins, and we made a post on, on Instagram, and it was very successful. Uh, and it, I think it's still ongoing. It may be on the website. I don't get too much involved in that. I don't work at the store all that much. I'm a full-time social media guy. But we're donating $10 from every long arm sold directly to GOA. So if you buy one of those police trade-ins, you're directly donating 10 bucks to GOA. And at the checkout, get your free one-year membership. Yes, we Copper and, and Mac – I mean, we're, we're tied together. I, I do have a financial stake, ownership stake in Copper Custom, but my business partner and I are awesome extremely pro-Second Amendment, and we're always looking for ways to support the Second Amendment community financially and, of course, through what we do in social media. Yeah, you're, you're pretty lucky with your business partner, man. Yeah. You, you, we, we actually hooked got up good guys uh, around you. California gun owners. We, did, uh, we, we, we bought a bunch of their highway uh, patrol, the CHIPS pistols, mm -hmm. and we sold them. And these are guns that couldn't even be sold in California because they weren't on the <laughs> roster. We sold them and we took a, a portion of every single gun sold and donated it to the gun owners of California. And they gave a nice uh, – We have it, I have it hanging over my, my office uh, desk – they sent us a thank you letter for that. We're always looking for ways to try to support this effort because, you know, it's one thing to, to talk about it. It's another thing to actually do something, mm -hmm. you know, I'm, and I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but dang it, I'm trying to do everything I can. I want other people to join me. I'm on a lawsuit. We're actively copper custom and military arms channel. We're working together to, to donate to GOA and I donate every month personally to GOA. And, you know, we're constantly making these videos. And, Hank, I know you're active, too. Yeah. And it's, we, we, I mean, it's, give, it's, it's a lifestyle and it's all encompassing. I wake up in the morning thinking, you know, look at the news and see what happens. And I'm thinking, what can I do? Yeah. I want more gun owners to think that way because we need people that are passionate about this or we're going to lose our rights. Yeah, we're members of GOA. We encourage other people to do that. Uh, we check with the guys from GOA. We actually have some of the guys from GOA come on uh, from time to time. Uh, when, they, when they send out alerts and things like that, we put them on our social media. We, we really all need to get into this. And uh, before yes. I've got some comments here I want to get to, but before I get to that, I mean, I know Mac doesn't want to toot his own horn, but this is something I think as part of, I wanted to talk to you about the industry, and this is the thing. Like, the industry has to change, and the guys like you that have gun stores need to do it differently. I think you are doing it differently. Maybe some people need to look at the way that you're operating your store, that you're out there finding people really good deals. You're finding ways to connect people with not just to get this good deal and just, you know, and you buy something something awesome, which is great on its own, but help them support the uh, the cause, the ability to continue to own these things. And I would like to see more people, like we were talking about the big side of the industry, the on the storefront side of it, it would be great to see more people um, do that. I know everyone can't like get out there and be a social media uh, 
you know, Godfather like you are. Whatever. No, please stop. You know, but... we're just one guy with a go. Well, two guys. Jason's now <laughs> a full time part of it, but uh, we're just a couple of guys with cameras, man. Yeah, but we, uh, we, we try to do everything we can. But there's, you know, there's it, guys out there they can reach out to if they can't do it. Right. There's there's gun YouTubers all over the country, including in California. So they can reach out yep. to these guys. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, just get involved, guys. Just yeah. get involved. Organize, do everything at the grassroots. That's what the anti-gunners are doing. They're starting to work at the state level and focusing less at the federal level and focusing at the state level. And they're being very successful. We talked about this in the last stream, yeah. so I don't want to go too far down that yeah. path again. Watch our last stream. We talked extensively about that. Yeah. All right. What What else do we want to talk about? We had um uh, had, had a couple other things. Oh, yeah. you know what? Let's talk about YouTube and what they're up to. Yeah. So let me uh, – I'm going to switch my screen around here really quick. I'm going to okay. put you in a little window, okay. and I'm going to go pop down here yeah. and – so my, my, my guys should be able to see um, something that I saw in the news today. YouTube to uh, remove thousands of videos pushing extreme views. So um, not only did, did this post, uh, this is a news article, I think from the New York Times. Uh, I actually cropped that part out of the image. I probably should have left it there. But mm -hmm. YouTube is cracking down once again. And this is a never-ending process. This the, YouTube is forever. And the same thing with Facebook, the same thing with Twitter, the same thing with Instagram. Those of us that make a, a, a living and, and, and you know work in this realm, we're being discriminated against because our political views don't align with theirs. Now, in this case, they're saying that they're trying to get rid of neo-Nazis and white supremacy and stuff like that. And that's great for the headline, but the reality is, is they catch people like us that talk about politically yeah. hot button items like firearms. Yeah. So we get caught up in this. We're, we're going to be under Nazis, other. But they come after us and right. none of us are racist or support that ideology at all. We, we're actively against it, but we get caught up in these little purges. Yeah, we're going to be under. I've got it up on my screen as well. Uh, it says YouTube announces plans on Wednesday to remove thousands of video channels and uh, that advocate neo-Nazism, white supremacy, other bigoted ideologies, and attempt to clean up extremism and hate speech on its popular service. Um, so, you know, that other bigoted ideologies, don't be surprised uh, of who's going to fall into these different categories. That they And this is, just the, this is just what they're putting out there. They also have secret rules. <laughs> Oh, they do. They have rules that you don't even know are in existence that you'll get hit with, and they'll try to take you down over them. Several channels lost their channels because they were they, they did something that violated these unpublished, made-up-on-the-fly rules. And, mm -hmm. you know, they had to fight to get, get their channels back. And at some point, we're not going to get our channels back. I, we've battled that, Hank. I mean, how many times have we been on the phone like, man, did you see what YouTube did? And we, like one time I took all my videos offline just to stop it because I was traveling when they were doing it. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, they're constantly coming after us. I have a, uh, a shot up on my screen right now. I don't know, if you don't follow or la follow Louder with Crowder, Steven Crowder, uh, please do. He has a great YouTube channel, um, and he also does a lot of good tweeting. So yeah. he Mug said Club. in one Mug of his Club. tweets, what's that, man? Mug Club. Oh, yeah, that's right, what, the Mug Club. Yeah. <laughs> the Crowder Mug Club. Um, just spoke with YouTube, confirmed the second ad apocalypse is here, and they're coming for you. More details to follow. Stay tuned. And he's been tweeting uh, a number of tweets uh, about that. And so it's it's been really, really interesting to see. He says he has lawyers involved. They're looking at it. But so what, what was adpocalypse? 
Adpocalypse happened a couple of years ago, which pushed us to Patreon. We're not industry supported. We're supported by you guys. Me and Jason earn a living by making videos for our, our viewers and the Patreons fund that operations. We couldn't go forward without our Patreons because YouTube took away about 75 to 80% of our revenue. They blacklisted us. We get, every time we, we, we put a video up, um, we get a little gold dollar sign, which is ironic. They would use the color gold as if we were getting paid. If it's green, you're getting paid. If it's gold, it's, it's limited or no ads. And then there's gray, which is you're just cut off mm-hmm. and um, completely. So we, what we earn from YouTube is nothing. It won't even buy a case of ammo a month. So I, I couldn't make a mortgage payment with it or anything like that. I certainly couldn't buy a new computer or a new uh, camera or anything that we need to run the channel with what I make on YouTube anymore. Mm-hmm. So that was the adpocalypse. And what they had done is they'd taken firearms and, and conservative speech and all sorts of people and blacklisted us, put us in a bucket, and we were demonetized. And when I say demonetized, roughly, depending on who it is and what they talked about, anywhere between 60 to 80% of your revenue was clipped and taken away from you. We still look, if I look back two years ago, it was what I was making, and I had 300,000 or more less followers then, I made more money fourfold, fivefold, sixfold than I do now because they're, you know, they've wiped us out. Well, Adpocalypse 2 is coming, which means that they're probably either going to start taking gun channels down or they're just going to give us the gray dollar sign and um, they're going to take away every penny and they may even start taking away our super chats which help fund us too guys so thank you very much i'm trying to keep up with yeah, them there's a bunch uh, of them up there i'm trying to at least throw them up on the screen for the folks that me too. we didn't get to shout them out throw them up on the screen uh we got one from fortune freedom uh let's see there's uh let me see if i can go through these really quick Okay, I'm, I'm just to, Dano, I'm to pop up here too. Yeah, just Dano says uh, we need to stop giving excuses for large channels for not advocating for all our firearms rights. Ultimately, so here's my thing. Uh, you know, listen, I, I believe in freedom. People can do what they want to do. So I, I don't right. think I could force people to do it. I understand where you're coming from. Get, I get mad too, but you know, ultimately, if you believe in freedom, they have the right to do what they want to and what they don't want to. So. Well, so. I, I'm I, I'm a libertarian, um, but when it when it comes to social media platforms, I I I, I want to see how this this pans out because this is kind of new, right? So the First Amendment says that I can go into any public square and say what's on my mind, and if I want to go out there and say that you know three foot tall blue haired people with one brown eye and one green eye should be executed on sight, I have a right to say that. It's distasteful. It's disgusting. And it's going to offend a bunch of people, but that's what freedom looks like. Yeah, we need to it's, know that about you. Why? you yeah. <laughs> right? Right. But, you know, that's that's what the First Amendment protects, mm-hmm. right? And and so the First Amendment says that in a public space, we, we have the freedom to express our opinions. So when you have an entity like Facebook, which meets every definition of a monopoly, every definition of a monopoly, and – they squash conservative speech, which they've been caught doing many times, and they've been investigated for it several times, and they're getting investigated again now, and they promote their leftist agenda. Here you have an organization that is the new digital town square that's actively squashing one train of thought, promoting another train of thought, and they're influencing the outcome of elections. Mm-hmm. That's too much power for one entity that is a monopoly to have, and we have to have a discussion on how we deal with that. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, they're the new town square. The First Amendment should apply there. Mm-hmm. This, that's just my opinion. A lot of people don't like that. They say, how can you be a libertarian and say that? 
Yeah. You have to look at it in realistic terms. I mean, our, our, our technology is changing the way we live, live our lives. We live in a digital realm. I mean, people, if, they, if these things got turned off tomorrow, we'd have people jumping Chaos. out of windows. Yeah. Chaos. You know, it's like, and, and most of us couldn't conduct our business. I, I couldn't. My business would go away. Yeah. <laughs> if you took away all that stuff. We live in an online space. Mm -hmm. and, and what we're doing right now is the new digital town square. Yeah, if you don't exist on social media, you don't have a voice. Now, just to bring up something before I get into the super chats that I that I missed here. Um, if you remember a couple of weeks ago, uh, Trump put out something. Basically, it was a form online to, to fill out and put things where you feel like social media is coming out against you. I actually put out a statement, which not everyone listens to when I put out a statement. I said I think I thought it was bull and I, and I was not going to do it. And I recommended people not do it because I personally believe that all of that is just a way to get your info so that when they're campaigning, they can get in touch with you. And, you yeah, know, it, it could be. Yeah. So I went I went ahead and did it. I mean, I'm on every known list there is. Mm -hmm. I own machine guns or have in the past. I sold them all. I do own suppressors. I own SBRs. You know, I've I've I, I've talked to congressmen and senators. They know who I am. The mm -hmm. ATF, our local, you know, our local ATF agent and all levels of government. I have fans, supporters and detractors. And I guarantee you there are people watching this live stream right now that are in the government that either support us or don't support us. I'm not getting away with anything. So I filled it out. They know who I am. They got my name and number. They got my fingerprints, although I did a really good job boogering up this one. So maybe I can slip by now. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yes. but anyway, they, they, they got my number. So I filled it out just to see what it was. And it asked a lot of very invasive questions, questions mm -hmm. I don't see how they related to what they were trying to accomplish. They're yeah. very personal questions. But I did it just to see what, what happened. But, but also, why doesn't, why doesn't Trump, like he could go on this thing with Pierce Morgan. If he feels like there's those of us that are, you know, on this side that we're being harassed and subjugated by social media, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, all these kinds of things, why doesn't he go somewhere and talk to someone about this? Why does it like, oh, go fill out this form over here on, you know, and we'll gather your information so we can email you when we want your vote. Why doesn't he get out there and actually do something about it? Why doesn't he talk to right. someone about it of substance? And then why doesn't he do something about it? And so that's that's my pro I'm not saying that we don't have the problem. I think we do have the problem. I'm kind of tired because I've been in some of the things that you have where people are trying to deal with this in the past. And it was just a complete waste of time, you know. And so that makes me mad about it. And it always makes me think, OK, in the end, we're the ones that have to deal with this. We've got to figure so out a way to deal with this. Yep. And I just popped up. So I, I, I listen to people and I'll have as long as you keep it civil with me, people get on to me about banning people from my YouTube channel or ban them from Instagram. I will have a, a, a civil conversation with you. The minute you start insulting me and, and, and talking down to me, I'm going to talk back to you in the exact same tone and then I'm going to ban you. But I want to have a conversation. If you can talk to me civilly, I don't care what you believe. And so here we have a checkpoint. Uh, it says that YouTube is a private company. Absolutely. It's a private company. It's also a monopoly. Name one competitor to YouTube. And don't say Vimeo because they're not a competitor no. because they don't monetize videos. Yeah, they, yeah. So it doesn't exist. No, they, um, they, they, they. What they're afraid of is that they're afraid of being looked at um, as a utility. But they're waiting for political cover, and I think they think they're getting close. That's what all these things indicate. Uh, let me get to some comments really quick. Uh, James Miller says, "If we can't get a pro to a Supreme." Ruling in our favor, the last peaceful chance we have is for states to pass and enforce laws like the proposed Missouri bill that would nullify all uh, federal gun laws. 
Um, and I know, like you said, you support states' rights. So I do. Yeah. And uh, Fortune Freedom says, who's this guy on your channel? <laughs> so he's watching me on your channel. That says a lot, Sam. <laughs> it is, I did, if you don't know who this guy is, I can't help you. <laughs> That's what I would say there. Um, and I think I got the one from Just Dano. So we got that. I don't know if there's any other ones. Do you have any other uh, things in there that people... Because we're yeah, trying to help Jim get people. He's one of our, our, our biggest patron supporters, um, and, and he supports us here on Super Chat. I just posted his his message up mm -hmm. there for you guys to read. Jim, I'm telling you, we got to hang out. I want to take you to the range. I want you to see how videos are made, or if you, even you want to be in video. You do so much to support us, brother. I, I Jason, I can't thank you enough. You're 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 the best. And I saw the post you made on Patreon. Um, you're right. I wouldn't have made that post, um, but. I mean, I don't know how to thank you, except I, I, I want to go out and hang out with you and, and do real things because you're one of the greatest people I've, I've met virtually online. You do so much to support us, and it's, it's, it's awesome. It does not go unnoticed. Yeah. Isn't it, you know, um, that's the part that really gets to me, right, that there's these people out there that take their hard-earned money. Uh, some of these folks are retired and stuff like that, and they're on fixed incomes, and they're supporting us. Uh, I'm sure yeah. you take it very seriously. I take it incredibly seriously. Oh, I do. You know, and, so and, it's and, amazing. And, and, and folks, I mean, our Patreon supporters are so, we have such a close relationship with them. I feel like they're a truly extended family. Um, you know, sometimes I'll get emails, many times I'll get emails saying, hey, Mac, I, I, I'm going to have to drop support this month. I lost my job. And, and, and I respond to them, please don't apologize. Please, I always say, take care of yourself first. If you can... Don't feel obligated. Take care of yourself and your family first. If you have extra, that's when. But I would never ask somebody to that just got laid off to support us on Patreon. But our our supporters are so amazing. They feel necessary to apologize. I get those messages often mm -hmm. because they have to stop support because something went wrong in their life. And and I mean it's 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 just amazing that people voluntarily support us in making the content and bringing the message that we try to to the world. Uh, because without them, in our case, we, we simply couldn't exist. Yeah. And by the way, if, you know, for those folks out there that, you know, it's tough to give up money and stuff like that, there's lots of ways you could help here. You could share things on social media. If you have social media, there's lots of things you can do. You could ju just, to me personally, thumbs upping something here. You yeah, know, just share the videos, man. That helps yeah, a lot. Commenting. The folks out there that we meet that like shake our hands and thank us, um, that actually gives me energy. <laughs> You know, when I see that there's human beings on the other side and they're like, man, I, I look at what you do. I, I look at your videos. I support what you're doing. Uh, don't stop. I do appreciate it because I'll tell you something. I'm past like my 10th burnout already. And there's a lot of times that I think, OK, maybe I should put this down. And then there's folks out there that I, I know they support it. Yeah. So. Yep. I can't walk uh, away. Yeah. Um, I, I just thought this was an interesting post and, mm -hmm. and I don't want to get into because I don't. I don't attack my peers in the industry. All the gun channels out there, I support them as long as they support our gun rights. Mm -hmm. And there are some out there, I, they're NRA guys. Mm -hmm. and I, I can still be friends with them. I'm not gonna play this divisive politics where if you say I'm a, a proud NRA member, that I'm gonna say, screw you, I'm never talking to you again. That doesn't help. Mm -hmm. I wanna have a dialogue with you more than anybody else at that point because I want to try to convince you that there are other options and that you need to investigate this organization that you're backing. You need to take a deeper look. I want to talk to you. I don't want to shut you out of my life and pretend like you're the yeah. enemy. Well, you're they're not, not bad guys so because they support other gun channels yeah. that do actively support the NRA. I'm trying to try to engage with them more right. and I don't want to point an angry finger at them. Mm -hmm. And, and one guy 
uh, made a comment I thought was interesting. What's your take on Yankee Marshall always bashing other gun channels? See, that's something I personally don't want to do and will not do because I don't see there's any upside to it. I think it's it's sensationalism. It's kind of like Jerry Springer's type stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I know Yankee Marshall personally. We've known each other for years. We talked to each other on the phone. I have no problem with Yankee Marshall, but I would never do the type of content that he does when he goes after other gun channels. He truly believes in his heart of hearts that he's doing good. I just don't agree with his tactics, mm-hmm. but I can still be friends with the guy, just like I can still be friends with Hickok, even though he supports the NRA. It, it's 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 just two different sides of the spectrum. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know if anyone cares, but I kind of echo that. I know sometimes, you know, all of us as human beings, we're going to get into one thing or another. But I don't think like I personally don't want to build whatever I'm building here based off of fighting with people. So that's like the, the right. last thing that I actually want to do when it, it comes up. It happens. It happens to all of us. Happens to me. I'm sure it's happened to you from, you know, from time to time. But that's not the preferred way to do this, because ultimately, you know, it's all of us on an island and everyone else is trying to figure out how to get rid of us. They're trying yeah. to figure out how to program us, get rid of us, <laughs> confiscate things from us. And we, we have to think about this. You don't have to get along with everyone on the island. Some people are going to live on the south side or the west side or whatever and not get along and not talk to each other. And that's fine. That's called being human. But ultimately, yeah. there's, other, there's other groups of people out there in the world and other things. And they've figured out how to get along with each other to maintain the way of life that they believe in. We're just talking yep. about something that's covered in the Constitution. Okay? And... We ultimately, I think that's the place that we need to come back to. You know, we need yep, to realize I, that. I agree. Yeah, and even even with um, you know, I know there's like there's people who get they get beaten up because they are in the NRA or they speak for the NRA, and um, I don't think it's you know I don't think it's a cool thing to attack someone that maybe a year ago when they were saying things that you agreed with you thought they were awesome. Today, they, they work for the NRA or they represent the NRA and you're like, you're a bastard. You know, people try to dox them or do this thing or do that thing. I think you can tell them that you don't agree with them. You can make comments and do things like that. But um, it's not yeah. it's not I mean, like benefit. I've, I've no. had, you know, some some of the, 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 you know, followers in social media have tried to start fights with me and Colleen Noir. Mm-hmm. I've been friends with him before he was even known on the YouTube scene because he, he was just coming up. I mean, he just had a, a couple thousand um, uh, followers. And I, I, I found out about him because I saw his reviews being posted on the. De- DefensiveCarry.com. I don't surf the boards much anymore. Mm-hmm. And I went out of my way to contact him and I got him on the phone. He's like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm talking to Mac. And mm-hmm. I maybe had 300,000 followers back then or something, mm-hmm. right? And I said, no, man, stop. I'm just a dude with the camera. I, I just want to say, I really love your style of videos, your, mm-hmm. the commentary. You have the, the gift of, of, you know, Gab, you, can, you, you do engaging different types of creative stuff that I don't really do in my videos, mm-hmm. how he does a lot of B-roll and his voiceover work. And he's got a very, yeah. you know, soothing voice, right? That, that you just want to watch the video. And I said, just keep doing what you're doing, man. And you're going to blow up. And you know, he did. And he's a now very- he went and worked with the NRA. He called me before he went with the NRA. And I said, I don't support them, but do what you think is right, man. And maybe you can affect positive change within the organization. And so I, to this day, I'm friends with him. Mm-hmm. And and people have tried to drive wedges between us and, and on Instagram and stuff. They all constantly tag him when I make a, you know, a, a, a NRA post or something. But just know you're not you're not going to drive a wedge between me and any of my peers in this industry. 
because I'm trying to bring us together. I've had many, many conversations with him on the phone where I said, you know, this is what Wayne LaPierre is doing. This is what Chris Cox is doing. And he listens and then he'll have a, a, a question for me. And we've had two hour long phone conversations, right? I think that's more beneficial than me saying, screw him. He's dead to me. He's an NRA uh, mouthpiece and I just hope he loses his following. What does that accomplish? Nothing good. Yeah. We're, we're, right. We're, I think that we need I, like my NRA, not real activist T-shirt over on the Forge from Freedom store. Wear that to the firing range, not to aggravate people, but to start a conversation. Mm -hmm. Get people talking about it, because you, you'll be surprised how many people had no idea the NRA has been doing the dirty deeds they've been doing for decades. Yeah. But anyway, listen, I think ultimately um, we, we know what we all believe. We know what we all want individually. Right. Life is perspective. We all see it from our own perspective. We really are fighting the same battle just from different points of view. And some some of us are going to be wrong about our approach and some of us are going to be right. It's it, it's it's very it could have it could have gone the other way, maybe. Right. So when we were saying, hey, this is not 3D chess. This thing that the NRA opened the door to, you know, is not a good thing. It's not going to stop here. We could have been wrong. Maybe it stopped there, right? Maybe yep. maybe they made this sacrificial, uh, you know, they made this sacrifice to uh, to Democrats out there, gun grabbers, and, and then they were like, oh, you know what? We'll stop now. We're good. But it, I just it threw didn't, VSO. VSO, I just noticed uh, another one of our peers, uh, mm -hmm. VSO Gun Channel. Uh, great. If you don't subscribe to VSO, please pop over there, check out his channel. Uh, he does a lot of great stuff, and he does testing for companies, <laughs> and that's something else he wanted <laughs> yeah, to talk about. Talk Let's about get that. out of politics for yeah. a bit. Okay, shout out to VSO, by the way. He comes on the show here sometimes, too. And yep, uh, we're I, not, I just saw him pop in. I yeah. got him popped up here. I want people to yeah. see him. Please go over and check him out. He does uh, yeah. great work. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, definitely shout out to him. Um, check check out his channel. He does some cool stuff. Uh, Tactical Bacon. I got to get a shout out to Tactical Bacon. <laughs> so <laughs> if, you, if you know what that is, then you follow VSO. Okay. So, yeah, you know, uh, what was it we wanted to talk about? <laughs> oh, the oh, we're, we're, the we're talking about so how, all these companies that bring these new products to market mm -hmm. and they, they develop, them, develop them in a bubble. And it's just like if, if, if you've ever written – an essay mm -hmm. to turn in at the, at the collegiate level. It's always good to have somebody else read that. You may have read it 15 times, but you're reading what you want to read yeah. and not what's actually written many yeah. times. You might be dyslexic like me. Right. So yeah. you hand it off to a third party that's indifferent, that has no idea what the essay is about. They read it with you know a discriminating eye, and they see things that you overlook because you're reading what you want to see and not what's actually there. The same thing is true in manufacturing. When you're developing a new product, you're doing it with a group of people that are so heavily invested in it, they can't see outside of the box and see the possible flaws. And so when they launch it, you get a you get a you get a product that's a flop that that's plagued with problems. Yeah, you can't have just right? your people looking at it. <laughs> you can't just right? some so people. So this is my fourth P365. Okay, this right? is the fourth one. It looks a little. Is the color different on that? Six weeks old. Six weeks old. I, I I'm gonna do it. Let's see it so again. Hold on. I'm gonna make you full screen here. Um, Last okay. time, I'm gonna do it. Just bought it today or yesterday. Traded in my my third one that I fire 50 rounds through. It worked fine. I traded it in for this one, and that way I didn't have to come up with so much money. One more try. But this goes to the to the the, the point of why why don't these companies reach out to those of us that shoot professionally for a living? 
I'm, I'm support. I'm a brand ambassador for federal. Federal doesn't pay me cash, but they supply me with all the ammunition I need to keep the ammunition, uh, keep the video, or the videos coming. And I greatly appreciate that. I approach them because I've used federal my entire life. I think their federal gold medal match line of ammunition is beyond reproach. I mean, every time I get a gun, if it won't shoot good with federal gold medal match, there's something wrong with the gun. That stuff shoots good out of a toilet paper tube, right? Mm -hmm. So I sought that relationship. So I, I, it, I'm finally glad that 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 we work together. Mm -hmm. But um, so I have that ammunition available to me. So why don't you reach out to people like me or to you or to VSO right. Gun Channel? And engage with us and say, hey, sign an NDA and go shoot this thing and give us your honest feedback. Mm -hmm. Because I think everybody that follows my channel knows I can break a steel ball, right? Yeah. <laughs> Lock me in a room with no tools yeah. and I can break that steel ball within 10 minutes. Right. We'll get it pregnant, but that's another thing. Uh, well, but, I was just about to say that. <laughs> <laughs> so why don't you engage with people like us? Because I don't know why I'm, willing, crazy. To, I'm willing to on a limited scale because I, I, I'm not going to charge companies for that because I am Patreon supported. If I were to charge companies for that, I would have to put it to a vote to my Patreons. That's my promise to them. Mm -hmm. And the majority of them would have to say they were fine with it. Yeah. And I don't so think I, it's unfair. I don't for, think for compensation. Yeah, I don't think What's it's un, I don't think it's unfair for some people to say, look. We, we need to get some kind of compensation for that. You're asking someone to take their it's, time. It's not. Yeah, I mean, it's... No, no, it's not. Yeah. But see, I, I, I made a promise yes. to my Patreons when I started Patreon that I would be strictly viewer-supported, and if I ever changed anything, I would put it to a vote. And we've had several votes, and things I wanted to do, they voted down. It was just 10% of them said no, and that was just that was enough for me not to do it. Mm -hmm. So um, there should I just wanted... There should be some okay. kind of system here, man. I think uh, I think well, more I companies should think about. Well, I ask my patrons at some point to say, "Hey, do you guys mind if I get paid if I do testing? I'll never review the gun. I'll never offer an opinion of it. But are you okay with me doing testing and being paid for it? I may put that to a vote. I have. I would be I okay with it just because you have voodoo power. So everything should be tested by gun voodoo. Can you just break this thing? By, uh, can you just break so, it by looking at it? So I. I so I'm going to put you in a little window here. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know what I just did. I can hear so I can hear uh, echo. So you press. I really button. just screwed up. I just like totally. <laughs> you just messed up. You would, we were just I, talking I, like, about this. Ten, ten versions of me talking like on five different browser oh, windows. Boy. Okay, so let me try this again. I'll put you in a little window here. Okay. And um, oh. here, here, here's a firearm that I was approached okay, by Kalashnikov USA. Looks good. All right, so this is the KR9, and for the longest time, people thought I didn't have one. Mm -hmm. I had one because that was a product that I, I desperately have wanted to see on the U.S. market for a long time. That's why I bought the PSA AKV9. I bought that because it was a Vichez clone. It was, you know, 70% there, right? And I thought, wow, and it's affordable, right? Um, so when... But I, I already knew about this when that happened. But I was under NDA, and I they, they came to me, and I agreed to it that I would test it. And I tested all number of ways, and I found flaws in the product, flaws that they fixed. And now I can talk about it and show it in video long after everybody else has already done their videos. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm proud to say that I had a hand in helping them diagnose problems that if it – you know, would, how, would how been, does that hurt the company? They've been caught by gun writers. Right. It could have been, you know, detrimental to the success of the product. Right. And they fixed. It. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and I didn't get paid for that. And I had to buy the gun. Mm -hmm. So 
it's it's they should do that though. They should engage with folks and and get us to test them because we pull a lot of triggers. Yeah. I don't see how it hurts the company. I see how maybe they think it hurts them. But I think if you go to someone and you say, look, we, we don't want you to put this out there, sign this NDA, test this gun, and tell us what's really happening with it. Remember, there's ammo and time and things like that that go into it. But fine, you know, at least ultimately in the end, um, someone other than the people who work at the company are get to test these things under different circumstances. Some of us are living in Florida. Some of us are living in Indiana. Some people live in California. Some people live in Alaska. Wherever you are, you get to test this thing and put it out there and, and maybe even get feedback. Maybe make this thing better before it gets out there and less of people actually being the ones that are beta testing guns that are just coming out. I think um, I just wish the industry would wake up to this one. I know there's some people in the industry that do that, um, but I think more people need to do it in the industry. There's a whole bunch of things that the industry as a whole uh, – what, what are the other things you wish the industry did differently, man? Because – you know, I don't know. I mean, what's kind of funny is once I started the whole Patreon gig, mm -hmm. I kind of removed myself from the industry. Mm -hmm. Right. I, I stopped going to SHOT Show and people say, well, why did you go to Iwa? That's because I went with copper and we're looking at importing and that's unrelated to the military arms channel. When I went to SHOT Show, I went there as media. I didn't go to Iwa as media. So, um, you know, I've tried to detach myself. And I, I go out and I like picked up this P365 from Bly's Sports, and they're a competitor of ours here in town. I picked it up from them, and I here you can see the the little sticker mm -hmm. where I picked it up. And they knock but they they knock money off for me. I'm not gonna lie. They give me a deal and they gave me a good trade in on my gun, so I didn't have to pay a whole lot of money out of pocket for it because mm -hmm. I already paid for it in the first one, the, the third one I bought. But um, you know. We, we, we try to do things so that we, we get items that are just like how you would pick them up at any other gun store. I completely lost my train of thought. Yeah. Old man brain. Yeah. You were saying that you were talking about um, when once you started doing this, you disconnected a little bit from the industry. Oh, yeah. So I disconnected myself from yeah. the industry. And so that that's why you I went, go You out said and, you went to Germany because uh, you don't like American SHOT Show. You like German SHOT Show better. Mm. No, you didn't say that. <laughs> no, it's a lot the same. You know what's really funny is, is it's, it's, I was it, jealous. It, it really, is a German version of Shot Show. Okay, uh, it's just as big, and it's weird because, you know, American Shot Show is a lot about three gun competitive shooting and really big in military law enforcement and self defense. Mm -hmm. You go to Iwa, and it's big in police, and no self defense and really big in com competitive shooting and hunting. Hmm. So the, the biggest chunk of our SHOT Show, which is self-defense and individually armed people, that's completely missing from EWA. Okay. So, because they don't have the right in Europe, in most countries anyway. Yeah. Uh, I think I, I've only been to one country that actually I knew had concealed carry laws, and that was the Czech Republic. But I think even if you use a gun in self-defense there, you can wind up in a lot of legal trouble, okay. whereas here you don't, depending on what state you live yeah. in. How about this in the industry? Can we, like, you know, the whole thing, what I liked about NRAM is that you get to see the actual folks out there. Is there a way that we can have something like that, but, you know, not associated necessarily with NRAM because it's gotten so political, they kick out people who are selling stuff that they're selling and... You know, is there a way to do I know that's not an easy undertaking, but could we have our own get together every year, like gun tubers unite or something? Well, you know, so we do do that 
Um, it started years ago when Corey and Erica were still around. Uh, they had a they had a YouTuber shoot. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember that. Uh, I remember then, Corey and Erica. I don't remember that. So they had a YouTuber shoot. I think they did two of them, and then you know Corey got busted for stolen valor and they went away. But then, uh, Iraq veteran 8888, he started the YouTuber shoot mm-hmm. and that's ginormous. Uh, it's, uh, I mean, pretty much all YouTubers from one subscriber to 6 million, um, Hickok shows up. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually he'll show up for a few hours or at least a day. Um, you know, I, I see all sorts of YouTubers out there. Mm-hmm. So there is that and there are a lot of manufacturers there that are looking to get in front of the YouTubers and meet YouTubers. And so it's a really good event. But I've been trying to um, I've been trying to get Eric to kind of open that up to the public for one day. But he hasn't probably for his you know his own reasons, insurance reasons or whatever. It's tough to organize. But I'm, That's I'm one. working with Brownells to do something yeah. that where all the big YouTuber guys or all the YouTubers, I don't care if you're big or small, but the YouTuber guys will be there and it will be a public event. And you'll be able to to hang out with us and and pull some triggers. So I'm I'm working to try to do something like that. Yeah, that's the problem. Look, it takes a lot to organize those things. Uh, probably someone has to have that job, and that's what they do all year, just organizing it, talking to companies, figuring out security, insurance, who's showing up there, uh, the rules of it. You have to you have to think that it, that uh, the media would love to get in on that stuff and probably uh, figure out a way <laughs> to hoist us by our own uh, petard, if you know what that means. You know, basically (laughs) use things that we say or do to bring us down like they do with Knob Creek. But um, it would be good to see something like that happen where, you know, because it's it's tough to go to all these different events. I mean, we've got to we've got to pay every now and then someone might help us out with an event if we're going to hang out in their booth or something and say, okay, we'll put you up in a room or we'll help you get out there. But it's a really it's a really tough thing to do. Most of them, we just figure out how to get up there on our own, and then we're running around all the time yeah. uh, doing things. I would like to reduce that maybe, make it easier to yeah. see people. So. See, that's that's one of the hard things. It's like most of the, the guys doing YouTube, you know, do it like I did eight, nine years ago. It was just a weekend thing, right? Mm-hmm. And then I slowly evolved in, into like, man, you know, I, I want to be in the, the gun business. And so, you know, I severed ties with my corporate job. I got laid off and, uh, you know, sold my last machine gun and, and, you know, got lean and, you know, decided I was going to be a YouTuber and a gun store owner. And, you know, boy, did we get into the gun store business at the wrong time, right at the end of the Obama administration (laughs) and the Trump slump, man, that was, it's been a rough ride, but you're doing it differently. I think you're doing it differently from other people. We're trying to, yeah. But I mean, and 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 we've been successful. I mean, we're still here. We're still growing. We're we're you know trying to expand our operations. But it's tough, man. And it's based on. I mean, I'm I'm to my eyeballs and and you know leveraged in debt trying mm-hmm. to make this stuff fly. Mm-hmm. You know. So, but it's it's something that more people need to do. You know, this is what's weird. Have you noticed that in our own U.S. military, how many firearms do we use as main weapons? that didn't originate here. Mm-hmm. Have you ever thought about that? It's, it's a lot. FN it's getting more and more. Yeah. makes our belt feds, makes our um, service rifles now. Colt pretty much got mm-hmm. shoved out of the way years ago. Um, be, be it, and uh, you'll know that, that you know, the, the, the innovation is coming out of Europe mm-hmm. and not here. And, and a lot of that, I think, has to do with U.S. gun laws. Mm-hmm. It's very difficult in the United States to really be innovative and to design something and try to get it into the military, um, into military service. I mean, the, the new submachine gun that the U S army adopted wasn't an American design. 
What's the last American design submachine yeah. gun that was popular? Yeah, that's a B&T last, now, right? It's a B&T. Yeah. It's a Swiss-made gun, you know? Mm-hmm. And what's one of the most popular PCCs, uh, pistol carbines out there right now? The Scorpion Evo. Mm-hmm. None of that's originating in the United States, mm-hmm. right? And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that our gun culture is being squashed. Me, as a, as a um, you know, 07 and an and, and a FFL holder, you know, I'm, I'm not incentivized to try to develop something for our military to use. So our military looks out of our, outside of our own shores to find weapons for our own use. <laughs> I mean, even the Beretta. Now, now, SIG, I mean, SIG is a U.S. company because their operations overseas is shut down. SIG U.S. is much bigger than SIG in Europe. Mm-hmm. It's um, pretty much not there anymore. So that's kind of transition. But SIG is not an American company. It didn't originate in America. Beretta, you know, they built their facilities here. They issued the M9 since the 80s. You know, that's an Italian company. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, we we've been looking off our own shores for our small arms for the longest time. But at the turn of the century, we had geniuses like uh, John Browning and then Eugene Stoner. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what do we got now? Yeah, guys that invented more things than just like one gun, you know. Yeah. Uh, BWE Firearms and Parts says Europeans pay better bribes than U.S. companies can. That could be. I mean, it's all a dirty <laughs> process. Politicians are, are dirty. Yeah, maybe they're they born just, dirty. They go to jail less. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> Can we say that they got I don't know. I think they. Uh, it's probably a little bit of all of that. I mean, I've seen different companies um, get into their different scandals, you know? Yeah. I mean, it, it's it, governments are corrupt by their very nature. And that's why I love I, – I, I always say this. I, I, I love my country, but I hate my government. Mm-hmm. It's um, And it's that adversarial relationship that we have with our government that makes Americans unique. If I Every time I travel – they, I, I, I notice people are, are trying to understand the, the desire for Americans to behave the way that we do. Mm-hmm. And I ask them very simple questions. And, and I say, do you trust your government? Oh, yeah. Our government has our best interests in mind. We, uh, you know, our government's great. I run into a lot of that in Europe, especially in Israel. And I tell them, I said, well, look, Americans, it's, it's in our DNA to be distrusting of our government. Mm-hmm. I don't trust my government. I don't trust them at all. Mm-hmm. I love my country. But my country is my fellow countrymen, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. My country is a set of, of values and, and ethics and, and what we believe in as a community right down to the local level and all the way up to the national level, right? Yeah. You're my brother because you're an American, mm-hmm. and I will always back your play, right? And, and it, but when I took, take a look at my government, not so much. We should never trust I, them. I, I have an adversarial relationship with my government. Right. I trust them about as far as I can throw it. Mm-hmm. That's the way it should be. And that's the way it should be. That's the way our founding fathers wanted us to be. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Otherwise, we wind up with things. I I hate to bring this up for people. I know, like, I wanted to talk about Normandy, but this is one of the things that's going on over in England and other other places in Europe that, like, for example, in England, they voted for Brexit. The polls said, oh, the people are never going to vote to leave the European Union. The people voted, leave Brexit. Um, it was supposed to happen. This was like a year and a half ago. It was supposed to happen in March. Didn't happen. Still hasn't happened. The prime minister, she's leaving. There's all kinds of things going on. They want to have the vote over again so they can get a different result. You know, and the people, the people are getting mad about that because this kind of stuff happens. They had a vote, a referendum. Whatever happened, that's what they were going to do. The people said, yeah, we want Brexit. We want to leave the European Union. It never happened. This is why you can't trust the government. I don't think it's going to happen in England, you know, unless the, unless the people make it happen. So, okay, I'm hearing, I'm hearing some feedback. 
all kinds of things going on. They want to have the boat over again. Yeah. Right. So yeah. You know, and the what what buttons did you press, Mac? I, I don't know. I'm trying to stop it. I, I have spammers spamming, and I was trying to get in there because I can't do it from our software uh -huh. to ban them. And I'm hitting buttons trying to find a way to get in there to yeah, ban you these guys. Mute, yeah, whatever window you're opening, you got to mute it over there. Um, so listen, here's the thing. I want to. Yeah, let me yeah, show you this. It's Wednesday, so Wednesdays I get my haircut. I want to show everyone this. So let oh, this me is know. Cool. I don't know which side of my head. I think it's this it's side of my side. head. Can you see that? Oh, uh, no, wait. Turn turn the other side. The, the other side? Here we go. How about that side? There it is. There Boom. it is. Boom. There we yep. go. So do you guys see that now, in the head? Move, move a little bit to your right. To my right? No, no. Not turn your head. Oh. Right. Now you're look, Yeah, that's the right side of your head. Okay. Just take a step back a little bit. Okay, right there. No, no. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Now turn your head. Look away from right, it. There yeah. you go. Right there. So you see the skull with the, the cap on it and 1644? Yeah, it's uh it's six six forty four. Oh six yeah, should oh, be I see six six, six yeah, forty four. Yeah. I don't know. That's so basically yep. that's a hair tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> so that's D Day. That's my like uh that's my tribute to D Day, which is tomorrow. You know, so what's what's up, Lola? I think the people got a chance to see it. I'll throw up some video about it out there. Did you want to uh say anything for D Day coming up? Is this something that you uh that you look at? Yeah, man. I mean, that was the greatest generation. You, you take a look at um, both world wars were, were, you know, probably the, the, the finest generations our, our country ever produced. Um, I mean, it's, it's just, I, I really want to go to Normandy and I'm going to have to do it because I'm getting up in the years. <laughs> I want to, I want to go to Normandy. I want to see those beaches, but I honestly think, man, I really, really do. You'll never see me cry. Warrior poet, he's he's hung around this entire time because I see him posting every once Shout in a while. Out to him. He'll tell you I darn near cut my finger off and I didn't I didn't cry. I don't cry. If if I went to Normandy and I stood on those beaches, I may break down. Mm -hmm. If I stood at the cemetery, I may break down. I mean, I I I can only imagine what those nineteen to twenty six year old on average men and women were yeah. going through over there and it's crazy. Um, Do you think, you know, you take a look at the lives lost and just, you know, during the Marines island hopping campaign, we would lose more lives in one island assault than we lost in 15 years of war. You know, now, now it's not to minimize what our, our current war fighters do. What I'm saying is our technology has evolved and our war fighting capabilities have been honed to the point where we can minimize our own casualties. You know, man, World War II was just brutal as one of the, you know, the last wars that we fought, major engagements where, you know, we just had we suffered massive, massive casualties. Yeah. And um and and it was volunteers. Yeah. And they, they these are men and women that stepped forward and said, I'm gonna go fight. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I have goosebumps. I don't know what to it's, say. I, I, there's nothing I could say that, that, that would that would would suffice. I mean no. they're so far above me. It's it's yeah. To think, to think about, um, you know, today we're living in in a smaller world because we could travel to so many places and we could see so many things. So in the '40s, you know, we're talking about lots of people that never left the neighborhood they grew up in, 
And they left that neighborhood to go halfway around the world. Like what happened in Normandy when you when you look at the movies, documentaries, things made about it, the way they stormed this beach, you know, the Germans would dug in and they had, uh, you know, artillery, heavy artillery, all kinds of stuff. The way they stormed this beach to change the course of history for the entire world. It's it's how the, like people think the American spirit doesn't affect the world. I, I call bullshit on that. As someone I've that traveled wasn't born the world, here. and we influence every country I've ever been to. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's the thing. I don't know. For me, I, I you know, I wasn't born here. I, uh, my parents came here. We immigrated here, and uh, I had to, uh, you know, work hard to uh, to get that, maintain it, become a citizen, and everything. And, and living outside of America, I was born in a third world country. I've lived in Africa. I've lived in England. Uh, for example, and I saw, I mean, th- these these guys that did this, there's not even that many of them left. I remember living in England and we had a neighbor that was in World War II. I mean, this is the 75th anniversary of D-Day. So ju- just think about this. And this is what people want to stifle, I think, you know, out of the world from uh, when it comes to America. This kind of spirit. Hold on. I'm sorry about this. Yeah, what's up? No, no, I, I'm oh. trying to get in here to get rid of these stupid, these these spammers. Oh, Okay. Yeah. So, so go ahead. No, I just I just wanted to say that I think that um, it's the reason why it means so much to people. I know Walter, our friend from Safety Harbor Firearms, he's over there. I was just telling Mac we haven't heard we have he's he's throwing up stuff on uh, on Instagram. As a matter of fact, we could probably I could probably check and see what he's doing uh, on Instagram. Let me see if he's got any what he's up to because everything's about to go down uh, tomorrow. But I know Walter is just like uh, he's having a good old time over there, which I think is good. But he is throwing up stuff. Let me see. I'll throw something up from my phone here. Uh, he says he was at Pegasus Bridge today, and he's showing some kind of amphibious vehicle there. So if you check out, uh, well, okay, that's something I threw up. So Walter's been throwing up stuff. He's having a good time. Hopefully, he'll um, he'll get something out to us from over there. But yeah, um, to the to those folks who are still left out there, man. Um, we have to try to do what we can for those guys. There's a there's I'm into watches. I don't know if you know that, but I have this watch from NFW, which stands for nice freaking, but not really freaking watches. And yeah. I want to give a shout out to this company because um, every one of these watches that you buy, they actually give money to uh, veterans, including World War II veterans, and uh, help them do things like uh, go up in a fighter plane and all that kind of stuff. Uh, nice NFW watches. You guys should check it out. Um, and hey. Go ahead. Real quick, man. Babyface P is is oh. your guy, right? Yes. What, what's he saying? Don't believe All right. him. I just made him a moderator. Oh. So Babyface P, <laughs> you're a moderator. Oh, boy. Okay. Thanks, Babyface. <laughs> Thanks for helping out, brother. Yeah. He's out there. Okay, good. Uh, he also he also looks like you, Mac, a little bit. I think, you know. Oh, you're my doppelganger. Yeah, he looks like you. <laughs> All right. Hopefully that moderation sticks. Yeah. Um, he, and I'll I'll send you some stuff, man. Yeah. I'll talk to you offline. Hank will give me your uh, connect with you, and I'll 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 try to compensate you in yeah. some way for helping out. Yeah, he just finished helping me put together um, a gun that we're doing with Brownells, actually, a six five Creedmoor that we put into a chassis, the Ruger American. So I'm throwing that up so people can see it. He uh, helps. Yeah, I'd like to see that. Yeah, he helps me uh, put stuff like this together. You know, uh, he helps me on the channel. So shout out to him. Thanks for uh, helping Mac out. I know it gets. Uh, you probably have a lot of people over there spamming you right now. Yeah, I found a whole bunch of them, man, and they, I um, one even with super chat spammed me. 
I even posted. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's a spammer. A spammer actually paid me to, to, to get at me. You. And you threw and it up. The comment went up. <laughs> wow. Well, hey, thanks for supporting us. You know what? That's like when uh, the anti-gunners run commercials on your videos. Have you ever seen that? Dude, I know. Dude, I, I, well, during the elections, people are saying, I'm not going to support you anymore because Hillary Clinton commercials are running before your videos. Like, I have no control over no, that. No. I, we can't do anything. We could use Hillary's money to buy some guns, <laughs> you know, but we can't really do anything about it. So, um, yeah, um, you know, tomorrow. Oh, what's, going on? what's that? Lola's saying you should make her a moderator over there, too. Are you there, over yeah. there, Lola? Let me yeah, bring if, out you my see Lola, if you see Lola, you can uh, make her a moderator and uh, let, her, let her go after some of those. Good luck to you guys. <laughs> You know what? I'm gonna have to close this. I'm about to make a bunch of noise because it auto plays. Yeah. Okay. Um, we'll do that next time before yeah, we get set next up. Time we'll, around. Uh, we'll yeah, next time around. set the moderators. Yeah. Um, but um, I actually yeah, enjoy. Jason couldn't be here tonight. Oh, okay. Yeah, I enjoy doing this with you. It's a lot of fun. So yeah, uh, I mean, so I I think that you know since we figured out how to simulcast this, uh, you know, there's probably a way we could bring in more folks, mm -hmm. and um, and I don't know what it would look like with three or four participants, but. Uh, I, I enjoy doing these live streams. If you guys enjoy this stuff, let us know. Sound yeah. off in the comments because, you know, we're trying to, to do stuff a little bit differently. And uh, the, the live streams are kind of, you know, it's unedited content, right? It's, yeah. it's, it's raw. If you could come, we bring some of our Patreons out. We've done this many times. Uh, we bring them out to let them shoot video with us and see what actually goes into the production of a video. And just about every time, they're just blown away yeah, like, by how much what? work it is <laughs> yeah. just to get a 20, 30 minute video. They're like, holy cow. Right. You know, it's, um, it's not so as easy as it looks. Fun. You make it look easy, but it's not easy. Yeah. People think that you get your lines right. Like, you know, first of all, I think everything's scripted. I don't write any scripts. Everything's no. off the top of my head. Most people I think do that too. Mm -hmm. uh, unless you do the B roll stuff like Colin Noir did, I would imagine he scripts pretty effectively, yeah. but you know, and, and, we we're constantly screwing up what we're trying to say. We always have to be conscious of, you know, the the safety sallies out there. So we got to watch our fingers. We got to make sure that the collar isn't flipped up. And like, if you start shooting with your eye protection off, or you know, all the silly things you got to redo because you're, you you mm -hmm. got to make it perfect. And it's yeah, I've moved away. I've moved away piece. from. <laughs> I've moved away from perfection, man. I just uh, put a lot of stuff out there, and then some people get on me. And and uh, if I did something wrong, I'm like, hey, that's wrong. You know, um, I know there was some guys I was shooting something and I had the barrel on the rest and they're like, why is the barrel on the rest? You know, uh, hey, it's totally wrong. But in the heat, first of all, it's freaking hot in the heat of trying to make these videos. It's hot out there. There's a lot of things going on. Number one thing to me is always safety. I don't want we're using live ammo. They don't even do that in the movies. You know, so we're yeah, using, I know, right? <laughs> yeah, we're using live ammo. The number one thing I care about is that people don't oh, get hurt but, at the end of the day. So, Curtis, you, you cussed. I can't post that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the, li the live streams are awesome. Yeah, I, I think yeah. the live streams are fun because we get to interact with the audience. We do a lot of Patreon live streams, and we got to do one this week uh, that are yeah. just for our patrons only. But um, yeah, I get a kick out of this. I think it's fun to talk about news events. I mean, I, I used to do the State of the Second, which was recorded. I think that you and I doing State of the Seconds, we're talking about news items like we did today, mm -hmm. uh, is, is probably better because we can take you know some of the comments from the audience and address things and kind of be a little bit more fluid versus the more you know yeah. edited 
Yeah. Or what we <laughs> right. usually do. Like, I think, you know what, in whatever minutes we got left, why don't we let people ask some questions? So maybe we could take, yeah. like, a question from your side, a question from my side. We'll both answer it. I invite people to ask whatever questions. You can ask whatever you want. If, if, if you've got some sexual issues, you know, uh, I'm kind of like a sex guru. Nobody knows that. You know, <laughs> I actually went to the same high school as Dr. Ruth. You know, Did you really? Yeah, we went to the same high school, Far Rockaway High School in uh, Far Rockaway, New York. So I, that's my qualifications. <laughs> so now we know where, where, where things went so horribly wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lots of bad people went there. Uh, what was that big Ponzi scheme guy again um, that got busted? He, he stole billions of dollars from New York. Oh, man, I can't believe I forgot his name. Oh, I don't know. That big Ponzi scheme that went down, that guy went to Far Rockaway High School. So some... There's some famous people out there. <laughs> They're churning out criminals, huh? Yeah, it's pretty. It's, yeah, it's uh, it's got a bad rep. Actually, it doesn't even exist anymore. <laughs> they <laughs> finally just said enough's enough. We're out of the business, yeah, right? They put it out of business. So let's see who has questions. Ask us questions now. We'll shout you out. And uh, uh, coffee. Okay, coffee holic says Hank Mac demo collab when. Um, uh, I don't know. It's kind of weird because there's been some really big collabs lately, like uh, Hickok and, and uh, Demolition Matt got together. Mm -hmm. He's never reached out to me. We have phone numbers. Um, I don't know. Maybe. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, it's all up to the people who do that. I'm, I'm pretty much open to do things with people if, if I'm able to do it. You know, remember, we can't always travel and fit into every single schedule and, and things like that. But I think we should all do things together more. Um, live Agreed. is a good way to do it too. It makes it easy, right? You can you can be in your studio and do work and stuff like that. Uh, do you have any so, questions? I do. So I, I got one from Will H. Do you think the bump stock lawsuit will actually go anywhere? So here's what's really interesting. So, and I think we touched upon this on our last stream. The uh, the attorneys looking at this, and pretty much anybody of a legal mind I've talked to that's looked at how Trump went about the bump stock ban, they've all said multiple you know, laws, if you will, were broken in, in, in the implementation of this bump stock mm -hmm. ban. You know, the grandfather clause was, was you know, out the yeah. window. Mm -hmm. we, we had, you know, um, a, a, a law or it's not really a law. I keep calling it a law, but it's more or less a ruling. We had determination, which carries the weight of law mm -hmm. uh, made where it was retroactively enforced. And then there was no due process, meaning it, was, it didn't go before you know, a, a court like the Supreme Court or a district court, it was just unilaterally decided by uh, the, the president and the AG and the, the director of the ATF to ban uh, an accessory. And so they did an in run around Congress. That's something that we have a separation of powers for, and that's why we have representatives. It's supposed to be put to a vote. The executive branch isn't supposed to be able to just rewrite law whenever they feel like it. And so every legal mind that's looked at this said that there's so many holes in what they've done. There's no way this will stand the test of, of, of court. And yet when we went for a stay, which would have been given for any other anything else other than a firearms case, the stay was denied both by the district court and the Supreme Court. So will it go anywhere? We don't know. From a legal ground, we're on rock solid footing. If 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 there was no political bias in the court systems, and the judges ruled strictly based on law and the Constitution, the bump stock ban would be thrown out tomorrow. Will it go anywhere? I don't know because I can't predict what politically motivated actors will do. It all depends. The, the GOA chose the 6th District because they have a history of being pro-2A. So that's why they found somebody in Michigan so they could file the court case there. That's why 
that district was chosen. So they, they, they were thinking about this, trying to better our odds of getting a favorable decision. But man, I can't tell you what's going to happen. It's it's fifty it's, uh, fifty, man. There's no there's no is. crystal ball that I have that I could say to you. This is what's gonna. If you if you really want to pin me down and, and say what do you think's gonna happen, I would have to err on the side of it's not gonna work. But I, I I'm don't gonna stay want, optimistic. I'm, yeah. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna hope that somewhere along the line, maybe at the Supreme Court level, that they're just gonna say this can't stand. If you're gonna do it, find another way to do it. But as it stands, we're throwing it out. If that's how and, we do and, things in America, we're done. So I hope, I, I'm going to stay optimistic, yeah. man. I, I mean, I know things rarely go our way, but um, I, I, I got to believe in, in, in the fight. I mean, I sold my last machine gun and I refused to buy. I mean, not not only stupid expensive now, and I couldn't afford a <laughs> M16 yeah. if I wanted one. I could do it as a dealer and get one affordably, but I'm not doing that on purpose because I told myself I don't want a machine gun until I get the NFA repealed. So mm-hmm. I'm going to die probably with never owning another machine gun. But it, it's that type of conviction that we have to have yeah. it, to keep fighting. We can't lose faith in the fights that we're fighting. We can't go into a fight accepting defeat. Mm-hmm. you got to go into a fight believing you're going to win. So I'm going to stay optimistic and, and just pray that things you know, pan out to our favor. Yeah. Because we certainly stand on rock-solid legal footing. Yeah. It'll be it'll be something. Um, okay, so by the way, people said Bernie Madoff. Everyone that said Bernie Madoff, yes, Bernie Madoff went to Far Rockaway High School. You can look it up. Um, so just in case anyone's wondering, Bernie Madoff, Doctor Ruth, the high school I went to uh, was in a very Jewish part of of uh, Queens. So yeah, it was you know, and it was a pretty tough high school I hear back in the day. So there's lots of people that that. Uh, that went there. Okay, so here's my here's the question from my side. Uh, Night Train says, my question, my annual NRA membership is due very soon. Should I renew? Um, I'm going to tell you what I'm doing. I'm not renewing anymore. Um, I, I never got a life membership, and uh, I've just been renewing all this time. I'll be honest with you guys. I'm, I'm done. I can't, I can't uh, fund what's going on at the NRA. So at this point, yeah. I'm, I'm saying no to that. Yeah, so I, I'm not giving him any more money. I'm a life member. I'm not going to resign my membership. Not that they would get rid of me anyway. People call them all the time and tell me that they try to get their membership canceled and the NRA won't do it because they want to be able to claim their $5 million. But I would suspect a good two-thirds of them aren't even alive anymore, don't even pay their dues anymore. But the, the NRA continues to count them as members just so they can say they have $5 million. Um, I know from inside sources the NRA has lost a ton of members and morale has never been lower at NRA HQ because of all the bad stuff that's that's come to light and people are leaving, finding other jobs. Uh, uh, Red Rider actually made a post that, 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 that that's inspiring, and it's, and it's just a few short words. Who thought they'd rule Heller? And what he's talking about is, is Heller versus uh, D.C. That was probably the single most important lawsuit that the NRA opposed in the beginning. Mm-hmm. That's the single most relevant, most powerful lawsuit that we won that the Supreme Court said definitively that the Second Amendment protects an individual right to own a firearm. Mm -hmm. Now, that's where Scalia screwed up. And when he wrote his opinion at the end, he left the door wide open saying that while it protects an individual right, it's also something that they can apply reasonable restrictions to. And that's why I say Scalia screwed us at the end, because that is so nebulous, it leaves the door wide open for 
an infinite number of attempts at more anti-gun laws. If he had not included that, then we would have even better footing. Um, yeah. But so we're going to continue to fight these battles in court because that's what we have to do. Yeah. And we have to we have to I'm teaching my children. I mean, my my oldest son sits and let, listens to the radio with me and he listens to CNN. He's only 10 years old. And he's like, these guys are just lying. They're lying, Dad. Aren't they lying? I'm like, yeah, yeah, they are. But I'm I'm teaching my children to think for themselves and to listen because I listen to just as much CNN as I listen to Fox mm-hmm. and the other networks. Because I want to hear what the opposition's saying and what they think. Mm-hmm. And I'm teaching my children to do the same so they can draw an intelligent opinion based upon input from all sides and not putting themselves inside of an echo chamber and just listening to people that sound that, that have the same opinions as they do. Yeah. Never be dogmatic. Um, I do I do take a, a lot of faith from my kids as well, by the way. Like mine are a little bit older than yours. Mine are 18 and 19. And they're up on all of this. And I don't, uh, you know, they're both in college. So I don't uh, force any of this stuff on them on their own. They're, they're watching this, and it's good to know that younger generations are watching what's going on and paying attention. Um, and, and by the way, have you ever met Heller? I've met him several times. Uh, really? Right? No, I haven't. Yeah. Uh, I actually have his contact info, and I was talking to him about maybe coming on a show. If people are interested in that, we can probably make that happen. Yeah, that, I think that'd be really, really cool to do an yeah. interview with, yeah. with him. Yeah, I'll look into that and see. I've met him several times. I think the last time I saw him was at NRA. He's a really nice guy. Uh, let me see. Okay, so someone sent me this, and I'm throwing it up on my screen. I'm, I'm showing my uh, my phone. Um, so the GOA has actually shared that we're doing this. So shout out <laughs> to the guys from GOA. They sharing. rock, man. They watch yeah. our live streams. They're very yeah. engaged. And yeah. that's why one of the many things I love about the GOA is that they are active in our community. It, the, the NRA just wasn't and isn't. And yeah. They are. Yeah, they, that's they what we need. They don't sit on a golden throne. They interact. They come out. They shake hands and meet people, and they jump on our live streams. Yeah. And they'll usually text me. Jordan will usually text me at the end of a stream, like, great stream, man. Yeah. They watch and listen to what we do, and they're actively involved. And, man, I love that organization. Yeah, Jordan's one of those young people that gives me faith, by the way. Um, and he yeah. recently got married, so congratulations to him. Yeah, congratulations, Jordan. I don't want yeah. to share too much of their personal lives. Yeah, but. yeah, but a little <laughs> shout-out, a little bit, a little bit of a shout-out. Um, so this is the question that I'm going to take here from uh, Eric Gonzalez, and we'll probably just take maybe uh, one or two more before we wrap this up. Yeah, we're, ra- we're up on our, our two hours here. Yeah. Um, Eric says, is GOA going to talk with President Trump about suppressors? So... Um, I think that the NRA it would have an easier time uh, getting the ear of the president. Um, I, I would assume that if GOA had an opportunity to talk to him, they 100% absolutely would do that. Um, I don't know if he wants to listen to them, but they would. Yeah, I think that's the problem is, is, is Trump is a very alpha male. And Don Jr., you know, you'll see him at trade shows. You'll see him posting. I follow him on Instagram. He's always out hunting. He's always out fishing. He's quite the outdoorsman. He's very much in support of the Second Amendment and silencers and machine guns. Dad, not so much. And unfortunately, Don Jr. isn't the president because he would be more in our camp. Uh, I believe Trump's going to do what's politically expedient for him. However many, if he sees it as a way to better his political position, He'll give away the farm with regards to our Second Amendment rights. He is yeah. not a gun person. I worry he's a about that. New York Democrat. Yeah, he's a rhino. He was a. This is what always amazed me when he was running that the left turned on him so badly. There's video of Oprah in 1988 encouraging him to run. Uh, okay, people ask me why my camera is shaking, which is doing right now. 
because uh, it's on a table, and I guess it's susceptible to shaking if I like put my hands on the table and stuff like that. But yeah, Trump, um, Trump, Democrat. Um, I think he says he's into guns, but just listening to him talking, for example, with uh, with this guy over in England, I don't really think he fully understands what he's talking about. I do think his kids are like that, but his kids are not president. And um, I don't know if they can actually get through to him. So, um, yeah. Agreed. Do you do you do you want to take one more question, Mac? Or uh, I'm just seeing a bunch of comments. Yeah. Um, Someone's asking. You know, a lot of a lot of folks are you know they they they're saying support Farms Policy Coalition, GOA, SAF, the Second Amendment Foundation. There there are plenty of good uh, Jews for the preservation of firearms ownership. Mm-hmm. Uh, JAFO, I think it is. Uh, there there are a lot of groups out there. That are mm-hmm. no compromise. I side with GOA because uh, they've been very engaging with me. They are they're responsive to me. If I have a question, they immediately respond. And I did my research on them, and they have a long history of no compromise. But you don't have to back one pony. You can support other groups. Uh, but the GOA is a very large organization. They could be much larger, and they can only do that with your support. But you know, mm-hmm. let, let's get them to five million. Because I know for a fact they're not going to buckle. And there's a nice video clip out there uh, talking about – I think it's on their, their own YouTube channel where where you have like Dirty Harry Reid and a bunch of the other staunch anti-gunners in the Senate and the House talking about how the GOA is far worse to deal with than the NRA. Yeah, and that. it's true yeah. because they don't go in with a bag of money saying, hey, let's make a deal. Uh, they're like, absolutely no. You're mm-hmm. not going to do this. And yeah. you know we're going to do everything we can to make you lose the next election if you do do this. So yeah, someone's asking about Virginia. Um, I think we 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 did discuss Virginia, but uh, maybe if you, I don't know if you want to uh, get to that really quick before we get out of here. And th- there's a ton of comments, so there's no way to get to everyone's comments. We're gonna do this again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll do, do another one definitely yeah. by next week. I mean, we'll, the, the, uh, the overwhelming uh, response that we keep getting, we're definitely doing these regularly. Yeah, we'll do this again. Um, what's going on in Virginia? I think with the governor, it's kind of weird. This governor shouldn't even really be in there. <laughs> when when he got elected, there were some things that came out about him that usually uh, Democrats would get rid of that guy. You know, all the hashtag uh, Me Too and other things that came out about him. They didn't do that. And uh, now he's trying to make up for that by saying that um, they're going to have like some emergency talks on gun control in Virginia. That would be a horrible thing. Of course, you know, I don't support that. Um, but unfortunately, there's lots of that going on. And, and I think like Max said earlier, you guys have to wake up. We can't really do this on our own and we can't fight all these battles. We need more people out there fighting, sharing uh, the things that people are doing and, and like talking to your local representatives and all that and letting them know that we, we are the kind of people who are going to vote. So you know? I, I got two things I want to throw up here because I get this a yeah. lot. So folks keep saying things like, and I, I'm very, I mean, I'm blown away and flattered by this Mac for president. Uh, guys, I would never run for political office solely because I would become that which I loathe. I don't want to be a politician. I have no desire to be a politician. I'm much more effective doing what I'm doing, which is being that that rebel rouser that's holding them accountable. I, I, I don't want to be a politician, have no desire to subject my family to that. I have no desire to subject myself to that. And there's much better people out there like Dan Crenshaw or, and, and, and other great Americans that, that are young, up and coming, dedicated patriots that, that are very good at politics. Uh, I, I, it's just not my thing. And yeah. I'll, I'll never I'll never seek political office. Um, 
Let's support that, the people that, that can is, do it. Let's support the guys out there. There's lots of people. Let's absolutely. support them. Let's support them. If yep. you know someone, let us know. If you know there's people out there, help them out. Social media is a powerful tool. Let's help them uh, get into these positions. Uh, you know, obviously, we have to uh, check into them, make sure that they're real on the Second Amendment. And then here's right? the other side of it. Them. Uh, Jack said Matt couldn't run a bath. So there's the other side. See, So I don't think I have a voter there. You break um, the presidency, Mac. You would literally <laughs> break it. <laughs> so there, there's uh, one other comment I thought was interesting. Okay. And, and uh, Tim, it says, Tim, think about going on Joe uh, Rogan's podcast again, guys. I can't go where I'm not invited. Uh, you know, I'm not I've never been invited by by Crowder. I'd love to be on Crowder's show. I'd love to be on uh, Joe Rogan's show. It's just I'm never invited to those shows. So. Yeah. And you guys can help us out with this. If you're looking at this uh, on Mac side or on my side, I think that would be great. I would love to see you on there. I know Colin Noir was on Joe Rogan. And I think Joe Rogan uh, is an open minded guy and he has people from uh, different sides of a lot of different things talking about stuff. So maybe you all, the, the, the folks that follow Joe Rogan and follow Lauda with, with Crowder, get out there, talk to them about Mac. You know, if, oh, they, if they hear it right, enough, so, maybe we'll get him on there. So I, I, I got Jack out there. He laughed and then he goes, he was just joking. <laughs> yeah, we can <laughs> see, still make guys, it happen. I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't like come down on people that disagree with me or don't agree with me or whatever. I, I, I mm -hmm. You know, yeah. I want to hear both sides of the argument. I, yeah. I am far from perfect. I mean, I am I, I'm, I'm a mess, according to my wife. So yeah. <laughs> that's how so. we know you're human. That's how we know you're human. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, the only two people that love me are my mom and my 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 wife. Oh, OK. So. Hey, that's all and you I need. think. I don't know. The I haven't kids? asked in a while. That may have changed. <laughs> yeah. What about the kids? I'm, I guarantee you the kids love you. I, I, yeah, the kids. Oh, man. Yeah, I, what, yeah. what would life be without the boys? I, yeah. I love my kids. I love my family. I'm, I'm very, very fortunate. Yeah. But anyway. That's what I live uh, for. And one comment for both of us, man. Great yeah. show tonight. Um, glad to see you and Hank getting together. So that definitely yeah. means we need to keep doing these, man. Yeah, absolutely. We are going to keep doing this. I think before we go out here, I want to encourage everyone to follow Military Arms Channel. Um, he's on different social media, every single one you could possibly imagine. <laughs> Just search for him. He's on there. He's always posting stuff. Support him on Patreon, of course. Uh, you know, this is a guy that's genuinely out there uh, fighting for you, for you gun guys every day. Not just politically, but when it comes to to guns, the manufacture of them, all that kind of stuff. I I, I think you know Max the real deal so i, I respect it yeah, i would encourage you guys you. to support him so. and, and same thing guys please swing by check out hank's channel if you're watching on mine please check him out support him I, you have a patreon page uh support him every way you can and he's on instagram he's on youtube he's everywhere just like i am and uh yeah. definitely give him a follow and like hank said just spread the word by liking and sharing these videos and having a conversation with your friends on social media. And that's how we get that groundswell of support that we need of people being active yes. and fighting actively for our rights. We, and, and we can only do that with your help. We're, we're just two voices and we can only inspire you to say things and do things that will in, inspire other people. And it's kind of like that domino effect. So it really is the power is in your hands, not ours. Yeah, we're so only as loud as you mind. make us. We're only as loud yep. as you guys make us, you know, and then for everyone before before I hit the button here, um, I want to thank everyone in the chats, everyone that supported us, uh, whether it was on the super chats or just with uh, positive comments and stuff like that. The thumbs ups. Thanks to everyone. Um, yep. If you didn't get your question <laughs> or your comment read. There's, we'll, we'll try. We'll try to do this. I'm not sure, Mac. Yeah. Mac and I have to work out the schedule, but we will try. We will definitely try to get this to you again. Hopefully, it was better this time. 
Yeah, I think it was a little bit more smoother. I think yeah. uh, we'll, we'll try it. I'm going to try to get Jason here yeah. so I can have somebody help out and um, and help find some of the questions because, man, they're just scrolling by. Yeah. Uh, and, and and really, you know, we're, we're, we're producing this whole show ourselves yeah. off a laptop with this software, and we're, <laughs> we're still learning the features. Yeah. And um, it's very powerful and yet very, very cool software. Yeah. So the more we learn, the more functionality we can bring. I'm, I'm sure you saw both of us doing things, bringing up uh, videos and bringing up our phones and, you know, doing all sorts of fun stuff. We're yeah. just starting to learn this software. So I, I can only imagine what the future holds. I'm going to keep trying to learn more about it myself. Amen. Okay, uh, so we're right. we're out of here. God bless America. We'll see you guys next time we do. Thanks this. for watching, guys. Talk to you soon. Peace.